<laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your host Hunter Smith. With me today are the usual suspects, Austin and Drew. Yo. Today we'll be going over news, describe our games that we just played this week, uh, discuss our wants for the Wolverine and the X-Men set that is upcoming, talk about what was shown or spoiled at SDCC last week, and we'll talk about comics and games. Um, first we're going to start off with what we played. We just got back from the dugout, which is located in Indianapolis. If anybody wants to uh, in the area wants to come out and play with us on Saturdays 3 to 6. We played Magnificent 7, which is a side tournament at Gen Con in which you play exactly 7 figures that all share a named keyword that equal up to 1,000 points or less in its modern age. And another stipulation is you cannot pay for anything on a character other than the character, which means no relics, no resources, no ATAs. Team bases are allowed even though you have to technically pay five points per character. I got that uh, verified in an email to the guy who runs that event at Gen Con. So team bases are allowed, um, and they only count as one character towards your Magnificent Seven. We saw how many Justice League team bases? There three? three there, I think. Three. Uh, one of those was mine. <laughs> and we saw two Blue Beetle Justice League international teams, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then there was a... Uh, Thunderbolts, Thunderbolts, Thunderbolts team. A Superman team. A um, Metropolis-themed team. And Austin was playing a Stark Industries-themed team, which actually turned out... Better than expected. Um, Austin, you want to talk about your Stark Industries team and how it did? So, I I doubled up with the Iron Man Iron Patriots. Those things were ridiculous, and I ran them at 300 points. Um, The wording on them might as well just say, ignore all game effects that you normally would just think about, because they get traded Defend Energy Shield with an 18-19 top dial. They get freaking... um, Sharpshooter traded as well as duo attack, and their sharpshooter lets them target non adjacent. So I ran two of them at 300 because they're 400 dials, two more clicks for 100 points, and it's really not worth it. And then, um, oh, if they use duo attack, they can use two actions when they do it instead of attacks. So, and then I, for the filler, I did a 200 point war, war machine Iron Man duo from that same set, the mass market one. Um, he starts with energy explosion on the top click, and he's kind of like an Iron Patriot Iron Man light. He gets traded energy shield only if he has no action tokens. Uh, under two. He can under two? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, he can use duo attack, but only the second attack can be an action. But he stop, He starts with energy explosion on the top click. And that's really why I wanted him, was so that way I could do some nice scatter effects on some... With Does he also have four bolts? He has three bolts. So he has three and the Iron Patriot... The other ones have four, but they don't get energy explosion until like every third click or something. It's still bonkers when it happens. Um, And my last filler was for those 50-point Tony Starks, because they have Outwit Enhancement and Avengers Initiative for 50 points, which means if I was running into a character that had stealth on their dial, I could literally outwit it. I would only hit issues with Batman Family. So, the teams, the first team I went up against was a Blue Beetle JLI team. Um, it went exactly as expected. Move forward, carry the characters with them, hide them behind the Beetle. Sharpshooter doesn't give two dams. I just shot right through it. Um, I started picking off figures behind it. Um, they ran into cover, I started picking stuff off again. But uh, good. I got good rolls all around, and the damage output for those figures is insane, especially next to three enhancements like that. 
you're talking a figure that has a six damage at one point or a five damage at its dial, and then three enhancements. It's eight and seven from a duo attack, and its actions for both of them. Um, and then the war machine could energy explosion the beetle to hit everyone around it. Um, second match. What was second match? Um, second match was against a society team, which uh, unfortunately my opponent mi- well unfortunate for my opponent he missed his main alpha strike with uh, Black Adam and a few other attacks and then I just kept rolling crits and it it was a bloodbath. <laughs> um, my my last game was going to give me PTSD, but I think I'll let Hunter explain how that one went. Um, I played Justice League team base for the first time, and it went pretty much how I expected. It's a little too good. Not a little? I typically feel really bad in the situations where I play something that's that broken. But we are uh, prepping these teams for our Gen Con, and at Gen Con, everybody's going to... I mean, that's what everybody's going to be running. So I just got to suck it up and bring out the big guns. Uh, this is my first time using them. I comboed them with a couple pieces that worked out really well. I don't think I really want to go into too much detail because I don't want to give my strats away until after Gen Con, and then we'll talk about it. But the combo worked out much better than I expected. Um, I used a Shade, the Changing Man, on his Barrier and Perplex Dial for some support. I had John Constantine for some support, and I had Green Arrow from the new 52 set, one of my favorite figs, uh, as a secondary attacker, and also the Ray from the Teen Titans set as a secondary attacker, and a he also can carry. And my first match I went up against the Metropolis team, just tore right through them. I made some mistakes um, as far as not getting the maximum amount of what I could do with my team, and as far as my combos that I kind of forgot all about them. So the first match was good. I was glad that I had an easy team to play against, easier team to play against, um, because I kind of forgot a few things, like as far as my general strategy with the team. But I mowed right through them. I think I may have lost one character, like a sixth, like John Constantine. Um, The second match I went up against a... Justice League team with a Justice League team base, <laughs> and I he got to go first. His team was pretty similar to mine, except instead of Green Arrow and the Ray and Shade, he had Ice. A second, ba- he had Batman. Uh, Ice and two Batman's. SOG Batman's, I think. Yep. And he got to go first, so. I let him go. He did not move his Justice League team base out of the starting area. And on my first turn, I didn't move mine out either. I moved up my secondary attackers. I threw JC out there as bait. Um, Since we both had John Constantine, neither of us could prob at all. Because Mm -hmm. one of them is effing over the other one. The other one is effing over mine. So nobody can prob. And John Constantine has Mystics too. So I threw JC out as bait a little bit. I put him a couple squares up more than I usually would because I, I counted and saw that his Justice League team base could get to him. Um, he came up. He killed John Constantine. Um, put the Ray on his last click. He killed another support figure and he killed Shade. And he took a shot at the Justice League team base and missed because he had to give me I was like a 20 he had taken mystics off of two of my guys he killed 
And by that point, he went to like 11. And the team base is 19 or 20 on its top click defense. Yeah. So he ended up missing that. So my team base, my JL team base was untouched, but almost all my support was gone. And then he tried to move it back behind safety, but I was like, you can't do that because he used his first, first uh, turn to move shot. up. No, that's that's a power that doesn't count. Um, basically, you only get one move action, so you can't you can only move them one out of those six. Mm-hmm. And he had used it to get it across the map, and yeah. so that would be really stupid if you could move in, take a few shots, and move right back to your yeah. starting area. And um, so he had to leave it kind of at my Justice League team base's disposal. So I was pretty happy with it. Uh, I put it down to like it's second to last click with all my Justice League um, shots and I used Ray and phased him in to block John Constantine's line of fire to his Justice League team base so that he couldn't prob it on his next turn and I used Green Arrow to running shot and hit John Constantine or um, one of his support figures off of their perplex so I took his perplex and his prob out of the equation I'm going to interrupt just to point out that Green Arrow figure. If we were debating what figures gain the most from that new PAC, he is up there. He's one of them. I still say the best is Ted from um, from DC10. Yeah. The one jumping over the mailbox, mailbox the blue beetle. Blue beetle. Mailbox that blue beetle. Three bolt energy explosion in RCE makes him He's so 55 much better. Yeah. Points. So, so second game, good. I won. I think I lost. I lost those three support figures. After that, my team base killed his. I mowed through the rest of them. Um, on the third game, I played against Austin Stark Industries team. <laughs> he moved all his guys up and had them all together so he could get those enhances. And I was like, man, it'd be nice if I had some energy explosion right now. Oh, and I was like, wait, Green Arrow has triple bolt energy explosion sharpshooter. So, in hindsight, I should have probably moved one of those guys and outwitted the sharpshooter like... Well, I should have. You couldn't have from turn. where he was at. Yeah, I should have bought myself an extra turn. Unless they had sharpshooter, the one that was outwitting had sharpshooter, then you yeah. could have. But I moved the Justice League team base up into hindering. I actually got it stealthed, except for one square, and then I did all my attacks. I missed four out of the six. I can't imagine. And then I barriered six. in my square that was showing, so he couldn't hit my Justice League team base at all. I managed to stealth it, and then. Green Arrow ran running shot um, and energy explosion the back one of the back Tony Starks. He, Green Arrow only hits for two and he has three bolts on his energy explosion, but I crit hit it and four I deserved exactly it. Enough to kill all of them. I deserved it because I had missed four out of six attacks with the Justice League with two perplexes on attack and I still missed four out of six. That's just how my rolls go. You deserved crit misses. And so so Green Arrow running shot in crit hit the back Tony Stark, so that means that Tony takes three, and each other figure hit by the energy explosion takes four. So that killed off both the other Tonys in one shot, and it ticked down all the Iron Man duos a couple points. And then the next turn, he couldn't shoot my Justice League, he picked off a couple of my guys, and then Justice League cleaned him up. It was like a two- Turn. It was two, three turns. I was like two and a quarter turn. Let me put it this way: the duo. Uh, when I was doing the duo text to pick off the side figures, that put me on my second token. I didn't make it to a chance to clear them. Yeah, it was like two turns. I cleared the game, oh, so my team worked out really well. Um, really, you won. The Justice League team base, though, 
it's really efficient at 300 when I look at its dial. It does for 600. It it gives you a lot of dampeners, but it doesn't give you 300 points. I guess it yeah. does. Okay, it does give you enough. It's just it's not as good. But it's three more actions. Yeah. Right. That's that's the main thing. Is and that it's that more you can actions. Pop off if you wanted to. One thing I hate about it though is the fact that it has super strength and running shot on its top dial 600 points, but as soon as it gets hit for two or three, it loses super strength. So it defeats the whole purpose of it having super strength. Because what I would do would running shot, pick up an object, shoot a few people, and then think, oh, when they come in and base me, I'll still have super strength, and then I can melee them back and hit them for a lot of damage. As soon as it gets popped for two or three, it loses super strength and drops the object, so it doesn't really help you. Well, what's Superman's uh, thing on the asset dial? Does he give it super strength? No, his gives um, all damage dealt to it. The Justice League team base is reduced by an additional one. By the way, that's stupid. Also, the reason the... Well, not the only reason, because it's plenty of reasons why the Just League team base is stupid. For one, it can't be outwitted. But the one of the main reasons it's so freaking good is the asset dial starts on plus two sharpshooter and ignores shape change and super senses. Yeah. So all you have to worry about is dampeners, and it has outwit top click. So it's just <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, it's hard to miss with that thing. I, I still manage to miss a lot because that's how shit goes for me, but... It's hard to miss with the Justice League See, team base. And I thought I was overestimating how good it was. Like I thought maybe I was I was joining the hype train because I'd only played against it a few times. But after this game today, like I have no doubts that figure is the single most broken figure I've played against. It's definitely up there. Right now, it's definitely the best figure, especially at three hundred. Um, I'm trying to think of something that is that was more broken when it first came out, and I'm coming up short. I mean, Nightcrawler was really good. Nightcrawler Metron was an excellent team back when it came out, but I still think for 300 points, Justice League Team Best just covers, it gets three, it doesn't It doesn't get out-actioned, because it gets three turns, it can't be outwitted as long as they're all on there, and it sees through stealth, it can be stealthed, it gets its own freaking prob control, yeah. It just it ignores shape change and super senses. It's just too good. The thing that I find ridiculous about it, though, is that it kind of goes against the the whole point of Hero Clicks. It's like, oh, you're going to build a cool little team of superheroes. No, I'm going to play one figure with a pre-built team. Exactly. It's That's boring. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And Aaron said that too when Aaron was playing it. He goes, "This is so good, but it's so boring to play." I hate figures that take strategy, that have some kind of mechanic that takes strategy out of the game. Even, no matter if they're good or not, I don't play them. One key example is Kid Flash. I love my Teen Titans. I love KF. But I have never and will never play the rare Kid Flash from Teen Titans because I hate his ability so much. It, it might as well say roll two dice and then go back to your starting area. All it has to do is is be placed adjacent to an enemy, make an attack, and then move to anywhere within line of fire. There's no tactics in it. There's no worrying about where you go when you move. There's no worrying about who you're going to hit. You just place right next to them. You don't got to worry about plasticity. You don't got to worry about anything. And then you get away for free. It's basically just rolling dice. It takes all the tactics away. Cosmic Spider-Man levels of stupid. I mean, I hate pieces like that. It Um. just... But it, that kid flash, like when that you bring it up, like I've been against that twice in sealed now, and both times, like it just, it just, ru- it ruins all thought to it. Cause you're like, I'm gonna set my team up like this, I'm gonna do this, and then it just comes out of nowhere and it's gone. And you're like, how am I supposed to respond to this? And that was my fear, like 
even without hypersonic speed, the Justice League team base is absurd. Yeah, I built... Well, Hunter built. He he helped me out building a team. Uh, I played a JLI team with the Bug, and um, what else? We got uh, the Batman from... Number one from the Batman set, 200 yeah. points. He's really good. I like the guy. He did some work. He Gives the whole team stealth because they all have JLI. Yeah. And they're all less than him. Even the Beetle is le- the bug is less yeah. than him. Yeah, stealth, not Batman ally. That's something to point out, though. Um, let's right. see. Right. Played Lobo from Superman. Probably one of my favorite pieces, by the way. That sculpt is so awesome. He's, He's so fun. My third game, I it was down to Lobo and the bug before it went to time. And he wasn't going to kill Lobo. There's no way. I just keep supporting him. and He's so fun. And uh, and Little Lobo is so fun. Little Lobo's my Teen Titans. I played pick. the Blue Beetle, you know. The, the one pilot that, SOG. The one that goes with them. They're like ham and potatoes. They're delicious. <laughs> they're just so tasty. Like like Fiesta and potatoes. I ordered a burrito, damn it. We were joking five minutes ago, and we were getting Taco Bell, and my fiance is trying to tell me what she wants, and I swear, I made a joke, and... But it actually turned out to be a pretty accurate statement <laughs> that everything at Taco Bell has three words in its name, and you pick out of five words: cheesy, beefy, steak, potato. beefy, griller, could, or fiesta. Could, like it's all. Could it's you all form the same. a theme team with these words? Huh? <laughs> Perhaps are. a theme team meal deal. Taco Bell, if you're listening, I got you back. So, anyways, it's true. Next time you go to Taco Bell, look at the drive-thru. Everything no, has one make of the, up something. Three Any of those combination. Words. I want a cheesy steak burrito. It's there. It's there. <laughs> Fiesta burrito. Fiesta potato burrito. Fiesta potato burrito. I guarantee you that's a real thing. Anyways, sorry. Where were we? I played Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner is pretty dang good. He's pretty good. His, bonus he's really good against Justice League, I feel, because his second attack with that flurry does penetrating damage. This is true. This is true. I played, uh, let's see here, who else did I play? Um, I can't remember. The, oh, Cape Crusader. Cape Crusader. Well, with uh, brown bats attached gray to him. Bats. Or gray, gray bats, bats attached yeah. to him at the beginning, the ones with poison. I was thinking I should have maybe played the black bats for the hindering thing. Uh, plus they get shape changed, don't you they? You get... I don't remember. Oh, uh, one of them has super senses. Yeah, that's it. I think uh, one of them has poison. Brown, one of them has plasticity, and one of them has super senses. Gray has poison, I think. Brown has super senses, and black has yeah. plasticity. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you keep them on Cape Crusader, he gets super senses, regardless of what color they are. The, those bats alone, like they're for their point value, they're pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, and like, keep in mind those bats are free, and the rules are arbitrators on realms confirmed that if you use the bat one flock of bats that starts on cape crusader it doesn't affect your theme team at all so that's right. why he got to use them even though they all have to share a named keyword i can't remember the last piece i used it was... that might have been it blue beetle bug lobo the two batmen oh uh, we are guy missing gardner, a couple. guy gardner beetle. and there's one more beetle i counted the the oh. bug and beetle um did you use ice no August General. August, August General. General. I like that figure, but I can never roll good when I play with that, him. That's how I feel. I feel I like that, really good with that him. figure is my curse figure. Every time I played him in sealed, like four or five times, so happy to pull him. Crit miss every time I go to I Quake. feel like he can really do some damage to team base and support pieces by charging in and penetrating Quake. He can do damage, period. I mean, he's a flyer, so he can fly in behind groups. 
quake them all. Penetrate. He, he's underestimated, I think. Like he's yeah. one of those figures you don't think about when you're in long dial. Great reducers and re, I think yeah. he's got regen. You get, dial. He has imperv and invul like his whole dial, and then he gets regen for the last like three clicks. No, it's it's mid dial. Two or three clicks. I think he maybe goes, he gets he goes it once. Imperv regen, then invul regen. Yeah, he gets regen again at the end. I love that. Figure he's so an awesome much. character in comics. I was Drew and I both really liked the JLI and were really surprised that they canceled it. August General is a boss. I love he JLI. I don't know why. Like that was just one of those series that, like, I guess it just wasn't selling well for some reason. I'm not gonna go into too much detail about how I did at the event, but let's just say Hunter announced the matchups and I went up against Justice League and the Dream died there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you can do the math. Though I would like to point out that my second game was against pretty much the same team. Yeah, literally, literally minus like one figure. It was, it was minus August General. It was the exact same team. He, I don't know who he. He used. had Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter. The Con Martian, Martian Manhunter, Man which, which oh, I had never seen. That figure is kind of overpriced, and, and like I'm for thinking, what he is. It's not bad. I'm thinking about it. I, guess I was looking at him the other day. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then he's got he gets penetrating, so I can blast yeah. with an eight range. His problem is he he's a fin- likes, he's a finesse piece. He likes moving attack though. Like I feel like hammer once again, hammers would be great on him, or drop him mox hammer. Do a but unfortunately, shot. we no resources allowed. So. Yeah. Actually, I think fortunately because I'm, I don't know. I guess it is unfortunate because then, you then you'd have then you'd have team, <laughs> team bases plus. Uh, resources because team boards, team bases can't have resources on them, but you can still have them on your team. So imagine if I had my Justice League team with like you know Gauntlet on Black somebody like the Ray, and I'm just hypersonicing in back and forth, staying safe or something like that. Like yeah. it's that, just that's dumb. another figure. Like you had me run that one time with villains for her. That Black Lightning is a great figure. Yes, Black Lightning uh, from Batman. Slap he a is, resource on him, Outsiders. He's a great. Ranger. He's really slept on, and he got a lot better with the changes because he has Energy Explosion and Psychic Blast, um, and those work together. So he has them both at the same time. I, I think he has end cap Energy Explosion, Psychic Blast. Yeah, willpower, running shot, Outsiders. Yeah, with good I, range. I ran him paired up with. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't have willpower. Like he doesn't have Endom. He gets willpower down his dial. No, he starts with willpower for like first three clicks or something like that. Okay. Um, I ran him with the utility belt uh, adjacent to my villains for hire that one week. I got so much play out of him with Constantine locking down their probs and outsiders locking down their bonuses. I could see he's a figure that I think people really need to like take another look at. Um, there's a lot of figures in Batman that are like that. People went for specific pieces when they saw the set, yeah. and a bunch of little really good pieces fell through the cracks. Yeah. I suggested him to Aaron one time whenever he had to fill out a team, and I was like, "You should play this guy." And he, after the game, he was like, "That Black Lightning was so <laughs> exactly. good." Uh, he has willpower and running sh- running shot first two clicks with the um, penetrating energy explosion in cap with will, and range? then um, he has eight range, one bolt, and then his second half of the dial he has pulse wave and energy shield on all of those too yeah. and he gets charged the last couple of clicks with exploit he's just great all around secondary attacker and with that much penetrating damage from a figure of that like how many points is he like 87 and he has outsiders as well and that's a perfect belt figure because that's 13 points makes him an even 100 mm-hmm. you could skip on like one item whatever throw a costume in there give him give him self for the whole dial yep and you have him sitting back eight range, just throwing out the penetrating damage and making your opponent come to you while your team base is. Picking He's a them. great, great piece. So that's what we played today. Um, 
Thursday, I played at Comic Book University, which is located in Greenwood, at the best place in the area, Indianapolis area, to get your comics. Rob, the guy who owns it, is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. He's amazing. Um, and we play there on thir- every other Thursday from 7 to 10. Uh, anyways, we played Fear Itself, and I pulled a tier which, of course, we talked about last week and the week before. I've really been wanting to play him. I played him. He paid off in dividends. Just awesome, awesome piece. Um, I played him. I got lucky enough to pull a Jinx in my Teen Titans booster. and oh, that, that. Yeah, I can't remember what my other piece was. Oh, so I had Rise of Kodo as well, and I thought about I could play those three with the, ha- with the um, Book of Skull and one hammer, I think. Or I could play Arrowette. It I could take off Rizo, put Arrowette and a full book. No, not full uh, book. Uh, a book with three hammers. And I can't remember my other piece now. Dang it! It was another Teen Titans piece that was pretty solid. But I'll think of it here in a second. But I got the buy the first round, so I got a win, but barely any points. And then because we had to roll to see who. Um, had to sit out, and of course I rolled a three. <laughs> and the second round, I just demolished. I mean, this, I had such a great team. And I played against a uh, both of the Iron Fists and uh, the Kid Flash that I we were just talking about, the rare one. And Oh, Monkey King. That's what I played. Monkey King is so good. He's oh so God. worth his 45 points in Sealed. I, I talked about this last yeah, we, week. Yeah, Drew was talking about that was one of his favorites uh, in Sealed, and he paid off big time. Yeah. Arrowette was okay, and she did... Actually, I kept dropping her Mox Hammer to give her running shot, so she has running shot, stealth, uh, sharpshooter. Arrowette's a solid figure. Like She's I, solid. And just Teen Titans. And you need, like we fun. talked about, you need Outwit in Fear Itself. Yeah. And she has it. So my second round, I just demolished the book of skull i got um dropped three hammers and got that thing turning so fast i lapped it once and i almost lapped it twice by the end of the game it's just i was getting lucky rolls too but that the book of skull is just so good i i can't wait to play it in a thousand point game with all the hammers on it oh my god and just it's gonna be crazy We, we need to set up a mighty versus worthy scenario i think that'd be fun we i we're thinking about I don't know if we'll do it during Fear Itself, but I think at the dugout we might run a Just Fear Itself Constructed um, event for one of our months, or we might just do it af- right after yeah. Fear Itself ends. But, uh, like I said, I won So I won the second one. I was 2-0. My last match I went up against Scott, and he had Iron... Um, I think he had White Suit Iron Fist, I want to say. I know that he had the Rare Spider-Man, which he's just ridiculous. So I had never really looked at him a whole lot. Or, yeah, Super Rare Spider-Man. I had never really looked at him a whole lot. Oh, he had that, the Robin that gets the free smoke cloud, and he had Titania. And he had three hammers as well. And he, we both dropped all our hammers at the beginning. And I, could, I saw how far he could move, and I could already, because he got to go first, and I could already tell he's going to get this strike on me big mm-hmm. time before I can get to him. I'm already behind on pacing. Excuse me, because that, that Spider-Man can fly, and he can go, like, five squares with a charge. <clears throat> so, and I think he's he is a flyer, and he ignores characters. He's an 11 or a 10 movement with charge or something. Crazy. He I could get, basically, that. across the map from where he was at, and I couldn't do anything because I had just picked up my hammers. 
So I was in some trouble. So I decided I would send... At the beginning of the game, I looked at his cards, and the, the thing I wanted to look at on Spider-Man was, what is that attack ability? And he has Flurry, and if he hits both, he gets to give you an action token as well. Well, I looked at that and forgot to notice that he ignores characters. So I ran Monkey King up, and I dropped off Arrowette, and she cleared. So next turn, she's ready to pop Titania or Spider-Man. She had the hammer. She's ready to rock. And I tied up um, Spider-Man with Monkey King, who had a 16 reflexes. And I was like, yes! Like, I'm going to tie this guy up for a while, plus Monkey King had a hammer. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to tie this guy up for a while, and Arrowette's going to get some shots in, and I might have a chance at actually pulling this off. Spider-Man just flies away and hits <laughs> Tear. Okay, Spider uh, Tear and Skurn killed Tear and or uh, his uh, Titania and Skurn or Titania and Spider-Man killed my Tear in one in two turns. Just boom, boom, dead. Like the same Jeez. turn. And he has like what we said, like nine, ten clicks. Like he has tons of clicks, and they just mowed right through him. See, the, the one thing to take into account though is with that Spider-Man. As I said, when I ran him that first month that I pulled him. The issue I had is we weren't running with the hammers. And he's got like an 11 attack. You need to pick your targets with him wisely. Like, if it's hard to hit both those flurries, like, unless you're specifically aiming for somebody that you have a 5 or a 6 needed to hit, like a 17 or 18. The problem I ran into was I ran against people that were running single big figures, which that Spider Man wasn't as effective against. But with hammers, if you could knock him up to a yeah, 13... Because he doesn't have exploit, I don't think. Yeah, he doesn't really get much penetrating. But you drop him curse and he could have exploit. Yeah, and uh, skaties. See, the thing about Fear Itself that I like is the matches are over quick because everybody gets those hammers and goes up plus two attack and you're not missing very often. Yeah, you know? but I, I really like that because it makes the game... It doesn't just make it play fast... It puts a lot of thinking because you know you can't just put a figure up in a bad place because they're going to get smoked. So you have to outthink, outplace, and outmaneuver your opponent in different ways, which it's really interesting. So I got, I made a rookie mistake, didn't realize that I couldn't tie that Spider-Man up, and I got, and I paid the price, and I pretty much just gave up from there. I mean, I played it out and I killed one or two people, but I ended up losing. Um, so that was Thursday. Upcoming games we have this week at Wednesday at Game Preserve, it, which is in the Greenwood, Indianapolis area. From six, what time do we usually run? Six thirty to nine thirty, or six to nine? Six, to, six nine. to nine. Um, we're doing my fighting game scenario, which I ran one time at the dugout. It's really cool. I love that. So I got to give credit to Glass Cabinet Films. A lot of HeroClix players know his videos and his YouTube channel. He has tons of awesome, useful resources on there. If you've never been to it, go check it out, especially if you're a newish player. It's Glass Cabinet Films. It's all one word on YouTube. He came up with this idea, and he does it on a small scale, and I kind of took it and blew it up on a much larger scale <clears throat> and test ran it at the dugout, and it was a blast. I didn't actually get to play it myself, although I did test all the teams, and I thought it was a blast, and then we did it. Everybody seemed to have fun with it. So we're going to do it at Game Preserve, and I'm going to try to get us to be able to do it at Common Book University in the future as well. So basically how it works is it's similar to, it's kind of a Heroclix take on Marvel vs. Capcom or Street Fighter, something like that. I have a sheet printed out that I made on Photoshop, and it looks like a character selection screen, kind of like for Marvel vs. Capcom 3 or 2. It has one side's all Marvel and their little pictures, and one side's all DC. 
I have, I want to say, 18 choices or something like that on each side. I have tons of teams. Each one of those choices is a 300-point team that I have pre-made. And when, let's say, Austin and Drew get paired up to play, they come up to me, they roll. They each roll 2d6. Whoever gets the highest picks their character first. And if Drew picks Thanos... Then I give him the team. He doesn't know what it is. I already have it pre-made. He just he picks Thanos, and then Austin picks whatever he wants. It doesn't have to be DC or Marvel. It can be whatever. And if he picks, um, let's say, Batman, so most likely the, my Thanos team is just one 300-point Thanos. And Austin's Batman's Batman team is going to be Batman and Nightwing and maybe like Oracle or a Robin or something like that. So it, you know, all the teams are different. Some of them have two characters. Some of them have one. Some of them have. I think my JLI team has four or five. My Watchmen team has yeah, yeah, like five. Has four. Now the way I balanced it out, I did it as best I could. I spent a lot of time, tons of time, trying to balance this thing out, and I feel like it worked out pretty well. Of course, you know, you're not going to prevent just like a real fighting game. Yeah. There's always going to be a couple top tier teams after you play it and you realize, and there's going to be a couple teams that aren't as strong. But one way I helped to balance it out was the weaker teams. Um. I gave them a few extra points over 300, namely the Watchmen. There's not a whole lot of super powerful Watchmen figs, so their team is actually more like 330-ish, maybe even 350 at the most. But there's one or two teams I have in there that are only like 280, but they're really good, like 200-point uh, War of the Light, Fast Forces, Sinestro, oh, I love that and, um, and Scarecrow from the Blackest Night set. Like that team's only 280, but it's it's still a 300 point value, like a good 300 point team. And if you clear your opponent, you get a 300 on the dot, regardless of how many points it is. Yeah. So that's not going to affect your score. You play these these matches. You play best out of three rounds, just like a fighting game style. So you have to win two out of three. Each round is only 25 minutes long. And you start on these miniature maps that are the size of the Street Fighter maps, if anybody's ever seen them. I don't remember the exact dimensions, but they're like 6 by 18 or something. They're smaller. And I used my Street Fighter maps that I already have, and then I took full-size maps, extras that I had, and I cut out and made my own custom ones so that we can have a lot. Screw the Joker's amusement park. And, yeah, I'm throwing that in the way. Um, (laughs) So... There's no first round immunity. The objects are always put dead in the center of the map. One light and one heavy on your side. And then switch one heavy and one light on their side. And like I said, no first round immunity. So stuff can get pretty crazy. I like One thing I thought of to do whenever I was playing Drew, somebody. I had the cyborg. I had the Justice League team, which is or the JL... Let's see. I have a JLA team and a Justice in a plain Justice League team. The Justice League has Cyborg and Flash and Green Arrow, I think, or Green Arrow's on the Justice League America. Anyways, it was the Cyborg that sees through objects, and the objects in the middle of the map are just far enough, just close enough to the starting area where he can sharpshoot energy explosion from them. And so, opening turn, I got to 
shoot from the object and energy explosion. His whole team was started off right next that's to each other, nice. and unfortunately, I missed. <laughs> but it would have done ridiculous damage. Well, that's like so. First round immunity. No first round immunity is bonkers, but it's part of how it plays. I mean, it pl- it's meant to play differently. Yeah, like that, that. Thing, that Thanos, for instance, has like an eleven range or something. That map's really small. Like yeah, he shoots like clear across it. So like, there, there's some fun stuff. Um, the Green Lanterns, for instance, uh, I think one of them's got TK. It's so, like you can TK somebody forward and just freaking blast. Yep. It, it's really fun. Like, I really enjoy it. It turned out really well. We're going to run it Wednesday. Hopefully everybody enjoys it. If anybody wants more details on this, I need. I honestly need to videotape how they run so people can see how it goes. I mean, you're going to need to put a lot of time in, and it's a whole lot of figures. Like, each one of those 18 um, characters on the selection seat, uh, sheet those are all individual teams that I had to build and I have to keep you know together in these boxes and if you have the resources to do it luckily I have like every hero clicks known to man but if you have the resources to do it I definitely suggest it like practice it and run it a few times it's it's a blast to do and we'll talk about it next week after we play and tell talk about how it went what's up oh, I was gonna say uh the other thing I really like about it is it's great for new players, um, people who don't have good collections or people who don't who want to try Hero Clicks for the first time. It's nice because they get to see they get to pick a, a superhero they like, see how they play and stuff in the game, and try it out and learn. Um, yes, and like when they show up, all you need is a paradise and really that, and a couple tokens. I mean, that's it. Yeah, I got the objects, I got the maps, I got the pieces. We're ready to rock when you get there. And we just do two rounds, depending on how much time your store has to play. Since we only have three hours, we're just going to do two, I should call them matches. So and then best two, two best out of three, yeah, best two out of three on each match. And on your second match, I um, basically make the players play a team that they didn't play. They can't play the same team twice, uh, the same team for their second match. That way... For one, it promotes them to try things different, but it also gives other people a chance to play and the team. And it helps stop like if something's imbalanced, like really bad, they can't just keep picking it. Game yeah, true. Game. I mean, you, you're gonna you. It it part of why it's so fun is you Seeing get this what you get. <laughs> yeah, you get this team that you don't know, and you're looking at their cards, and your your brain instantly is thinking of how can I work this guy with this guy to get something really good? Like It's like sealed, except well, it's instant sealed. That's what I loved about that Sinestro team, actually, because I, I hadn't sat and played with that Yellow Lantern Scarecrow yet, but I've played the crap out of that Sinestro. So it was really fun seeing like how you position, how you set up the plat, and with the new plasticity changes, I got to play around with that a lot, which normally you don't end up with a lot of that on figures, but there's a few of them in that um, I got to try out that I've never played before. And then there's no clicks Thursday at Common Book University. Saturday at the dugout is going to be video game teams named keyword 500 points. That is also a Gen Con prep event. Um, and if people don't have video game teams, I'm letting them use anything that is non-DC, non-Marvel. So they can run Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, Pacific Rim, whatever they want to run as long as... Hello Kitty for all I care. Actually, that's not even out yet, is it? No, it's no. not going to be... I don't think it's Iron really Maiden or whatever. Um, but the people who bring their Gen Con teams, the video game teams, I'm going to match them up as often as possible so they can practice and get used to their team that they're going to play for Gen Con. What sucks about this is that we were expecting Bioshock to be out by now. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Austin's playing a Bioshock team. I just want the Bioshock t- clicks 
you know, period. I mean, I, I'm really looking forward I to this. I, I was probably going to play Founder's Team, too. Like, right? I'm going to be kind of blunt here with the whole video game thing. A lot of the older video game figures, or even a lot of the current ones, aren't that great. The Bioshock has a solid power level, though, across the board. Like, they're good figures for their points. So, honestly, I'm try- I was trying to, like, I don't want to say I'm trying to game the system, but I'm trying to pick figures that I know are going to be solid figures. You could play, I mean, you could make a really good Halo team, too. Our 500-point Halo teams oh, were yeah, pretty true. good. And, and, honestly, I'm playing the, um, I've never played any of the Gears of War clicks. I'm playing just one of each of the Locusts, and they're a perfect 500. I, I can't remember if it's 400 or 500 points for this event, I but I'll double-check. I think it's five. But they're pretty dang good, too. That General Ram and the Cantus both are ridiculous. General Ram I played against when uh, Derek used to play there. On the soldier theme. Yeah, he's yeah. really good. That Ram does not want to die. So I'm looking forward to that. We'll see what kind of teams show up. Um, what all sets would be available for that? Street Fighter, Halo. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Which, um, the Assassin's they're Creed, not that great. Well, that's what I was going to say. They're like one of the chief examples of bad for their points. Like... One or two of the figures have really cool effects that you can abuse and like get cool tricks out of, but the rest of them are really meh. Uh, those sets really disappoint. I guess for honest. a five hundred point team, you could build a decent. Like there are a few decent pieces in there. Those guardians are good tie up. Oh, I, I love like the thirty three point guys that get the double fl- or the flurry, and if they roll doubles or something like they get to flurry again or something crazy. Um, one of the Ezios is pretty good too. So you could play Street Fighter, Halo, Gears of War, Assassin's Creed. Uh, Bioshock, if it comes out this week, which hopefully it will, supposedly it was supposed to come out this past Wednesday. So this who is knows? Kids really schedule. Yeah, this is WizKids. I mean, by this point, I was telling our store owner today, I'm shocked when they come out on time. So I'm not shocked whenever they're you know that they're delayed yet again. Supposedly, the the rumors that are going around is that. The Sandy really screwed up a lot of the distribution stuff for Alliance out on the East Coast, and they lost a lot of product. So they've been trying to rebuild, and it's left this ripple effect that's slowly getting better and better to try to resolve it. And so, like this, these are probably the last few sets we'll see that are weeks late, and they'll probably start getting more on time. I would time. buy that if it wasn't the case even before Sandy. That's true. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but anyways, so that's enough for our games um, news. Let's get into some spoilers. Let's start with the Star Trek. We got two new spoilers. Now, these last week we talked about Star Trek pieces that were from the starter set. These pieces are actually from the main set, and they're both Borg pieces, which we talked about the Borg last week and their team ability, um, which gives a similar... Whenever a character with this, theme, this uh, team ability hits, it gives the opponent an assimilation token. And then you have certain combos with those tokens that give you extra damage or lower defenses or all kinds of crazy things. Um, Go ahead. Rules question. Does energy explosion technically hit? What do you mean? If they had the Borg like team the ability splash. to hit something, then hit somebody yes, else. Yes, that's why so it's good. Can, okay. So with the Borg, um, so let's, let's get into the Scout 608, which is number two in the set. It has energy explosion and six range. So if you shoot a, um, what's the other, Federation, if you shoot a Federation ship and it's next to two scouts of its own, you're going to hit all three of those as long as you, you your roll, token, yeah. yeah, as long as your roll hits all three of them. And they're all three going to take an assimilation token because, yes, they are all hit. Um, 
Actually, you know what? That would be as long as you do damage to the initial guy that you're targeting. Yeah. Because for energy explosion to kick in, you first have to deal damage to somebody with it, and then the energy explosion kicks in around. So, um, but yeah, it would give him all three an assimilation token. That's awesome. Um, and his dam- that would help his damage ability, which is perplex, but only to target opposing ships. If the ship is marked with an assimilation token, it can modify the chosen combat value by an additional minus one. See, I, I really like, as I said before, I really like the scouts that were in the starter set. And this is obviously the main set version because it's just scout with a different number. But I, these, these are going to be fun. Like, I, I actually think I might pick up a starter of this set. I might check it out a little bit, play some games. Um, it's a really interesting ability and in how it all plays off of it. It only has five clicks. It's 50 points. No indom. It can fly, of course. It's a Star Trek. Everything flies. Six range, one bolt. First two clicks it has energy, explosion, and toughness, and then the last three it has plasticity and steel energy. With its uh, damage power for the with first the three. yeah with the perplex for the first three, and it does two damage its whole entire dial. Steel energy is a little weird on that. I guess like it's if you take some damage, like you go up close and you tie them up with it because it's got plasticity, steel energy. Yeah, that's a little odd. It has tens and nines on its attack, uh, pretty much the whole dial. The second one that they spoiled is actually a really cool idea. It's called the Queen Vessel Prime. Oh, it's, the sculpt's awesome. It's yeah, yeah it's, it's number amazing. twenty-seven for the set. It's two hundred points, but it's it's pretty well worth its two hundred points. Its trait is when it hits an, with an attack, damage dealt is penetrating. Um, it has phasing the entire dial, imperv the first click, and then it gets a special defense ability. Queen Vessel Prime can use Invol and Mastermind. When it uses Mastermind, friendly ships with the board keyword within four squares in line of fire are considered adjacent. I love special That's pretty masterminds good. like that. Oh yeah. It has that for the majority of its dial, and then it picks up some regen. It has a special damage ability, which I like the best because it adds a lot of flavor. It's called the Queen. It can use leadership and outwit. When it uses leadership, it can use prop control, but only for that role. So it gets nice. two attempts at its leadership. So it gets two tries at its leadership, and like we said, it's the queen, so it kind of makes sense. The only thing I don't like about this figure, really, is that I was hoping it would play off the tokens. Yeah, yeah you're right. And it's kind of like... Was, Out of all the other Borg pieces we've seen so far, they all have something that play off the tokens, yeah, and, and this one kind of, doesn't. But the, thing, the traded penetrating is really The thing weird. is, it's really strong in its own, and I don't think it necessarily needs the team a special thing with the team ability to that's make tr- it better. That's true. Yeah. It also gives assimilation tokens when it attacks, So, and all right. its attacks are penetrating, so I think that would be kind of overpowered. Yeah, true. It has eight range, two bolts in Dom. And eight clicks for two hundred points, so it's it's worth its points. Oh Good yeah, it's piece. definitely worth it for two. And I, I like the flavor with the leadership and the defense. It's definitely flavorful. Um, what other news we get? Oh, we got a spoiler for Wolverine and the X Men. It is M. The interesting fact about this piece is that it has both the shortest name in Hero Clicks and, and the, the longest. longest name in Hero Clicks. M stands for Mademoiselle. Well, it, no, it starts off uh, Monet, Yvette, Clarice, Marie, Therese, St. Croix. <laughs> so it has both the longest and the shortest name. Um, this is a cool character. I've only seen her in um, X-Factor. I haven't really seen her in anything else, but I know a lot of X-Men fans, X-Men fans know a lot about her. And she's a powerhouse. 
She is. Two hundred. She has a two hundred point dial and a one fifty point dial. For the two hundred point dial, you get willpower traded, traded your entire dial. She has invincibility on her first two clicks, We're and then lose. yeah, and then the one fifty dial, she gets imperv and invul, and then she eventually drops down to a special invul and regen. She has perplex and outwit on the majority of her dial. And she has a special attack power. At the beginning of your turn, you may roll a d6. On a 3 to 6, heal one heal M of 1 damage. Oh, that's a free action. So she's got a pretty good chance of healing whenever she's on those clicks. That, those are mid-dial. Um, I like her a lot. I think she's worth her points. Yeah, I guess she's more. definitely worth her two. She has charge first two clicks, hypersonic the first two clicks, or the next two clicks, another charge, and then two clicks of mind control. And see, like, the traded willpower, what I like about traded willpower is it's removing an option from your opponent. Because normally, like, if you have indom or willpower on your dial, oh, they can outwit that. Traded willpower, they can't touch. There's no way to stop that. Yeah. So you're just, you're, they can't, they're not given the option to slow you down with the figure. You're constantly going to be doing that second action. Even at 150, she's pretty, Legit. she's pretty worth it, too. She has, you know, she's going to start with hypersonic and super strength, and 10 movement. Fury. 10 attack battle fury so she, oh, she doesn't even have range so the battle fury is technically not really a loss it's just a bonus true and she can't be carried anyways because she's a flyer yeah um I, I am privy as i said to the imaginary clicks you gain from invincible so having that on the top dial is really nice yeah you're not going to lose your 200 points with invincible that's the good thing yeah for 50 more or for 50 more points she picks up two clicks both with invincible and traded willpower yeah and see the one thing about invincible like the way to beat it besides outwitting it obviously is just a hit for two with someone that's lower down with her she knocks right back onto another invincible click yeah or and you can hit her onto imperv so yeah. she's a pretty good point uh, piece she's not only hits hard, but she also has that outwit and perplex a lot, and she um, has a possibility to keep healing up too. Solid so. keywords too. Yeah, she's a great piece. Generation. She's X, number fifty-four. I don't remember if she's going to be switch clicks or if she'll be a super rare. She will. I want to say super rare. She's a super rare. Yeah. There's a gold name up there in the corner. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Because silver's rare. Well, let's see here. I got the thing pulled up. Yep, super rare. Yeah, she's not a switch clicks um, because they would have the on the render they would actually have terrain around her base if she was. So that is M. She's very comic accurate. Lots of powers. She's a boss. Um, now my favorite of the spoilers that we got this week are the Batman, the individual Batman and Robin from the Batman classic uh, TV set. Last yeah. week we got the Batman Robin duo. Yeah. We we thought it was okay. It was very the sculpt is awesome. The sculpt's amazing. The piece was was and wasn't horrible, but it wasn't amazing. Yeah, it was, These guys are freaking amazing. They are, in my opinion. Um, Batman has lots of keywords: Bat Family, Celebrity, Detective, Gotham City, Martial Artist, Police. Three starting lines. The same trait on the double uh, crits on double threes, fours, fives, or six. He has no range, just like we were complaining about the Batman and Robin thing. But you know what? I was thinking about this whenever I was looking at these these two that got spoiled. The reason I think they didn't give them range is because if they had multiple bolts and they're crit hitting, they're, that's an extra one damage on each person yeah. that's getting hit. So it might get a little ridiculous if they had you know a couple bolts in range. Um, they have 
a 100 point dial which starts out with charge precision strike i love that that's amazing the main reason i love this batman is because almost his whole dial he has a special defensive power that adds a lot of flavor to when batman is targeted by an attack choose a color of a standard power that the attacker can use Batman can use the defensive power of the chosen color until your next That's turn. Pretty so awesome. they're the better that they have so that they're Joker, coming at you with. I heard you had poison. Oh, I now have imperv. A Superman wants to hit me with hypersonic. He's got to deal with my impervious. Yeah. You know, and if they're going to running shot you, they're going to have to give you invul. I just like that. I like the Did you and that's can use too. So that's going to be for traits. Did you notice it's stackable? Because mean? it's whenever they're attacked. So if two different characters hit them and you pick up like super senses and invul, or you pick up combat reflexes, yeah, it's until, until your next turn. So if multiple characters target him, you can jack one from each and every one, or if someone flurries you, you can take two different. I wonder if when you picked them, if you would keep them. Yeah, I would. We'll look it up, um, but I think you're probably right. Because, like,. I mean, like, a lot of characters that have, like, Flurry tend to have, like, Quake or Exploit or something like that, too. And, you know, if somebody tried to hit you with Psychic Blast, you could choose Mastermind and <laughs> Shape Change. Hey, Robin, take this! So, this is a good piece, and it also has Outwit and Perplex and as a special power. when you're targeted, so you could take Shape Change and be pretty good. True. Hey, uh, Hunter, down there on the bottom dial, if you play it for 45 points, yeah, is let's that talk, a... Yeah, let's talk about this. Is that a sidestep 45-point Outwit Perplex dial? Yes. This is, this is the most What's a good attack? Thing the only thing is he doesn't have stealth, but still a So, I'm guessing that the 50-point dials are their rookie version, and the 45 points are their alter egos. Actually, it is, because there's the little AE symbol. So, these are also alter egos. So, that means we're going to get a Bruce Wayne, and we're going to get a Duke so Dick you Grayson. So, can't, you can't start at the 45? No, that's alter ego. Okay, I could tell if it was orange or yellow. Uh-huh. So, you can either start with... And for 50 points, that dial's pretty good, too. Precision Strike, Plasticity... Well, have you seen the sculpt of the Bruce Wayne in the? No, hobby? it hasn't shown them yet. Um, they've been they've been spoiled on the realms a little bit. Um, it's them like standing at the bat phones and they're holding their phones and oh, everything. Oh goodness, that's pretty good. I I love this guy. Both yeah, point seriously. values, but especially at full points. I hate the campiness of it, but I love the figure and the dial. Get yeah, he has an onomatopoeia. It says "pow" on his fist. Um, Robin also has an onomatopoeia. It says "sock," and he's basically doing a sure you can. In the picture, it looks like. Yeah, that's pretty much a shore you can. Um, he has Batman Family, Gotham City, Martial Artists, and Police. He also has crits on double threes, fours, fives, and sixes, and he ignores characters on movement. I think he's better than Batman. Oh, uh, I want to bring up a cool point about his point values, though. You can start him at his alter ego click, because his alternate start value is his alter ego value. He's got 25 at his blue and his orange. Yeah, but see, there's the blue die right there. So at the blue, if you start at... Oh, the blue actually starts farther ahead than the alter ego does. Yeah, that's how Batman was too. So at full but points... Batman cost more for his blue than his alter ego. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for this 25 points, you're getting four clicks with leap climb, reflexes. I mean, even just for tie-up for 25 yeah. points. Are you kidding me? Look at that. It's pretty good. Just for tie-up with the 17 defense and leap climb... And then it, he they hit him for a few, and he gets flurry and, and his, his attack special power. attack power. Holy blank, Batman! Give Robin a free action. Choose an opposing character within six squares in line of fire. Choose a, a power action, a close combat action, or a range combat action. If the chosen character is given that type of action during its next turn, it immediately modifies its combat values by minus one for that turn. If not already modified by this effect, and you may m- remove an action token from Robin. So you're just shutting them down. I would like to point out, read the flavor text for every one of his abilities. 
They all are Yeah, they all say something. holy. <laughs> holy Stampede, Holy Agility, Holy Encore, Holy Almost. So anyways, <laughs> basically it's his way of shouting out Holy Psychic Blast Batman. So he's given Batman a forewarning on what's coming. Now, what I'd like to point out about these figures, having the multiple start dials, the one thing I really like about them is the duo we talked about. Having multiple starts mean you pick how it splits. If you want a stronger Batman out of it or a stronger Robin, you pick one of those two, which is really good. Having options for split and merge is always a good thing. I love this guy. I feel like every time we get a Robin, aside from one in the Batman set and maybe one of the S- the SOG one, they're all great pieces for their points. I mean, but same with Batman. And he ignores characters. I mean, Batman's and Robin's both are always like pretty, almost always worth their points. Charge ignoring characters on the top dial is nothing to be ignored either. So very happy with these two guys. Fun and flavorful pieces. Um, we got a lot of pictures that people took at San Diego Comic Con. <coughs> excuse me. From a lot of sets, namely the Wolverine and the X-Men set. Um, we got, let's go, if you want to join us, go to hcrealms.com and go down to where it says Around the Net San Diego Comic Con and click on these images and we can walk through them. There's a couple of Hello Kitties, we don't really give a crap, let's skip through those. Now, um, did you see the Spider-Man team base? Are we going to talk about that today? We, we can, I haven't seen it. Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh! They have these figures, and they look to me like they're what's going to go on Hero Clicks, honestly. Because look at the Kribo. Like, how many sculpts do we see that do, that come off of a yeah, say, that size? Someone someone said that they're. Uh, someone pointed out that they're like these four inch figures they're actually releasing. They are, but I still think they do look these like sculpts. sculpts. I mean, that looks like a like a giant or colossal sculpt, a blue eyes white dragon. I know a lot of people aren't looking forward to the Yu-Gi-Oh set, and. I mean, we haven't played Yu-Gi-Oh! in a long time, but I used to love Yu-Gi-Oh! And I wouldn't mind having us, us, you know, a few of my favorite old... There are worse properties we could pick. Well, that's... That's the way I see it. That goes down (laughs) Hello, kitty! So, I mean, just for the nostalgia value, especially if their sculpts are that good, um, we saw some Kick-Ass 2 uh, spoilers, and we will also go over the Kick-Ass 2 um, dials here in just a second. But we got some pictures of some of the sculpts there, and some Wolverine and the X Men pictures, as long as well as a picture of the Trinity of Sin and the Imperial, Imperial team base. And not only so that, cool. there is a picture posted that shows it filled out that we'll look at here later. And Lone Ranger clicks. Um, everybody's saying the movie turned out like complete garbage. It did. Uh, did you see it? I haven't seen it. No, it I, did. I don't really plan on seeing it. So that's it for that, and we will get into the kick-ass dials. So a guy got a hold of every kick-ass clicks and has pictures of the sculpts and the dials. Have you guys looked through these at all yet? Oh yeah, they're really cool figures. I love them. I mean, I was going to get them anyways because I love kick-ass, but especially after seeing these dials, my favorites were Dave and uh, both kick-asses are good. Oh yeah. And the, the Hit Chase Girl. one's amazing. The Hit Girls is is really good. And I liked Red Mist and Chris a lot too. The he yeah. can alter ego into Red Mist. I like I mean just Red Mist for tie up. He has poison eighteen from close combat for fifty points. Did you see And the, Shape Change. Did you see the Marquis sculpt? It's Colonel Stars and Stripes and his dog. 
Oh, I remember seeing that a few. They posted that like a month or two ago. I remember seeing it. It's a really cool sculpt. I kind of want that. Like, I haven't read through Kickass's second series yet. It's good. It's not as good as the first, but it's it's definitely worth reading. I have them over there in that box if you want to read them. It's it's one of those like these figures though like they fit the characters that I know. Um, they did a really great job with them overall. There's also a pog it looks like for Eisenhower, Eisenhower dog. his dog. <laughs> um, this one guy I was actually really excited for Black Death number seven. He's only thirty five points just for tie up alone. Eighteen defense shape change for thirty five points on his top click. That's ridiculous. And then if you hit him for three or four, you're knocking him onto poison plasticity What's with toughness. Again? Force blast. Oh yeah, that's right. I think he's damn. I mean, definitely worth thirty-five oh, points. Oh, yeah. I second that one. That's ridiculous. And then he drops on the poison toughness. All of these guys are awesome. Oh, this Miranda chick's pretty good too for only fifty points. Charge quake super. Oh senses. yeah, her knockback can't be ignored. Yeah, that cannot be ignored by charge or reflexes. So, so some really cool uh, pieces. If you want to give them a look again, go to hgrealms.com. And it, the title is KA2 Figure Styles and Cards. So, WizKids, they were talking about this, I think I heard on a different podcast forever ago, that they're calling it KA2 because they're not allowed to say at, you know, at. They're not allowed to have a giant box that says Kickass. Exactly. Well, not only that, on the actual cards, like on Kickass's name, it's kind of. Well, that's what yeah. they call it. It looks Dave. like dollar sign. Right, they call him Dave. And, and I, but in parentheses it says kick ass underneath, but even the tiny little S's have dollar signs. Like they're yeah. they're very picky about how they're uh, censoring it. Yeah, it's censoring understandable. it. It's understandable. So yes. that's all the main news that we have for this week. Now uh, what's up? Black King. Oh, we're gonna get into that. So all the X Men news we're gonna do in our main topic. Okay. Our main topic is Wolverine and the X Men set. We're gonna go over What's been spoiled over the last few weeks, and we're going to talk about our each of our top ten most wanted pieces that we wanted when we heard that a new X-Men set was coming out. Oh, buddy. Um, let's start off with our top ten most wanted. So, basically, when you hear that an X-Men set is coming out, before you even see any of the spoilers knowing who is they've already said is going to come out, who did you want top ten most wanted? I, I will, given the Prime system and how they've been handling it, where, like, Primes are their alternate versions or, like, different paint jobs of the same sculpt, I really wanted a Gambit as the Horseman of Death. Um, I love the Horseman figures. They're all really powerful figures, and it's nice to have more figures to fill out that team. Um, I really wanted a Forge, though. Forge is that one character that I've wanted a good figure for for a long time. And he's got such a cool ability with how he handles like mechanical things. Yeah. They could do. I was thinking they could even just do something kind of like what Gizmo has, where yeah, yeah. he sits, he tinkers on something, and then he buffs everybody with yeah. the ability. Was he in? Uh, I, he was in Giant Size X Men, wasn't he? Forge. I don't think they I, gave him a figure. I'm not. Oh, you mean Heroclix yeah. or the comic Giant Size uh, X Men? I don't think so. Let me see if there is even yeah, ever been a Forge. I don't think he's ever, he's ever been printed. The main thing I've seen him in is um, old X-Force books and the current Cable and X-Force series. Yeah, I almost He was dead for quite a while. There. I almost put him in my um, my top ten as well. There is a Forge figure. It's Sinister 085. Is that pre-card? Yes. yes it's okay. Yes. He's okay, but he's not that great. I mean, I guess for how old he is, he's not too bad. But anyways, 
So Forge is one of them. Um, Exodus. Exodus is the leader of the Acolytes, which are like the hardcore, super extreme version of the Brotherhood. I was really hoping to see an Exodus that like changes the team ability of Brotherhood to Acolytes or something like that. Um, we've seen a sculpt for one, though, so we know there's one in the set at least. I don't know much about Exodus myself. Um, he shows up a little bit. like uh, He showed up in uh, one of the recent X-Men books for a short period of time, actually, when they attacked the school. Um, which X-Men? Wolverine and the X-Men? No, it wasn't Wolverine and the X-Men. Drew, you've been reading... That's X-Men. the main one about the school. I read all the X-Men books right now. I haven't been keeping up with them hardcore over the last ten years or anything, but... Um, it's, it's one of the Marvel Now runs. Um, basically, Exodus leads a group of Brotherhood to attack the school with, uh, what's the giant tree guy? Oh! Black Bard or whatever. Yeah. Um, he attacks with them and stuff, and it, it's... He's an interesting character. And, like, his power, he's like an Omega level, I'm pretty sure. And he's just got a really good mix of powers. He's a powerful, uh, telekinesis, telepathic kind of person. Um... Scalp Hunter, which was in the poll, and Sunfire were both in the poll. Yeah, a lot of people want Scalp Hunter. Um, I like Marauders a lot, and once again, I have have Mr. Sinister on the list. I wanted a nice Chief non-Worlds fancy Mr. Sinister, just wanted to fill out teams. Mm -hmm. Um, Nothing against that Mr. Sinister, because he is great. Oh, he's a great figure. He's just so expensive, it's hard to play around him. And I like like figures, as I said with that Exodus, I like figures that change team abilities. I like that uh, Reed Richards that changes everyone's Fantastic Four and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'd like to see a Mr. Sinister that changes Brotherhood to, like, Marauders or something. You could do some fun stuff with it. Um, I want a good bishop. He's got energy redirection powers and all this stuff. And they're, the one thing WizKids always seems to drop the ball on is energy redirection. Like any character that, like Miss Marvel and a few others like that, they never seem to get their powers right. So I want to see, I want to see a cool bishop with a cool effect. Um, Azazel, they have never printed him. Nightcrawler's father. Um, he's never gotten a figure. Um, he is pretty B.A. Yeah, he, he's cool. I feel like they could do some fun stuff with him, too. And, like, there's kind of a lull in, like, demonic characters. Like, there really weren't any in ASM. There were, like, a few. I can't even think of any offhand. Damon. Well, Damon, yeah. Uh, Trigon. I mean, like, demonic-looking characters. Like, you got Trigon, yeah. Mephisto. Oh, yeah, Mephisto. But Mephisto's a holiday figure, isn't he? Yeah, he's one of the There's figures. also a really bad version of him in... Uh... <laughs> yeah, you're right. I can't think of what uh, I said it was. Secret Invasion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, my last two, I, I want to see like I want to see the Apocalypse Twins kind of. Just could be cool to have a nice duo or a merge or a split or whatever. What about you, Okay, my um, number 10 is uh, Lockheed and Kitty Pride duo. I think that'd be pretty neat. Also on my list as well. Yeah, I was, I was thinking, I was like, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, my number nine's Marrow. I think you could do some pretty cool <sighs> stuff. Marrow from, um, from MVC2. She's on... That's... Yeah, that's yeah, awesome character. Marrow. Yeah, she. Yeah, uh, my number eight's Cable. Uh, the thing about Cable is he's got like two pieces. He's got the duo with Deadpool, and he's got the gravity feed from Giant Size X Men. No, that's a Ellie. Is it alone? And I have him. He's like twenty five bucks yeah, to get a really hold of. There is also the REV set of him in Mutant Mayhem. Uh, and I have the middle one, and it's not bad. I think we played it when we did our Civil War event. Oh, yeah. Um, he wasn't bad. I, he, but I we don't now that Giant Size X Men is rotated out. We do need a modern X Men, a uh, modern Cable. Yeah, I do want to see like a cool like Cable Hope kind of duo of some sort. I think they could do some cool stuff uh, with that too. My number seven's Omega Red. 
Good choice. God, a good Omega Red, give him giant reach and like flurry or something crazy. There is a good Omega Red. I have him. Let me find him here on the unit section. He is, I mean, he still holds up pretty well. He's number 38 in mutations and monsters. Yeah, he's pretty good. Four range. He's a little expensive, but he has charge and uh, blades for his first three clicks with Envil. And but his cool thing is his he has poison and flurry for like five more clicks, and he has a special power called Leech. Each time an opposing character takes damage from a close combat or range combat made from a Mega Red helium of one damage, this power is not optional. So he just gets steel energy at range. He gets steel from close and ranged. Yeah, I feel like they could do they with powers and stuff. They could do some really cool Omega Red figures. He still holds up decently well. Yeah, yeah. My number six is Ahab, the X Men villain. <laughs> Good Ahab, choice. Ahab's pretty awesome. Yeah, Ahab's pretty badass. Look at uh, number five is Captain Britain. Um, that's pretty much a given because there's Excalibur team base. Coming yeah, out. but I just he is really you, cool. What did you tell me, Hunter? What did no, you tell you're me? right. You're right. I'm just telling you what I wanted. You know, what team base Hunter really wants. Look up the previous Captain. Tell me Britain what you want. Me. What you really, really want. No, look Captain up the previous Captain Britain and tell me if that's a good piece, because right, it's not. Well, let's look at Captain Britain. Spoiler, gosh. You haven't even got to it yet, and you're telling me what it's going to be. Avengers 003. Um, he has ultimates team ability. That's good. <laughs> um, charge, basically full dial. Yeah. Kind of crappy values. He's not horrible, but he's not amazing. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> Number four is Multiple Man. Oh, good choice. Uh, we've already seen a sculpt for... You uh, might, Mad Rocks? Yeah. Okay, you guys gotta understand. I have not looked at these. No, at all. I, I don't care. I'll we're look di- at them later. We're just uh, you're trying, raining on my. No, we're trying to make you happy. That so, we're telling it's you. It's a multiple man. I'm pretty stoked there, there is, is a, a multiple man. I'm pretty Andrew. stoked there is a multiple man. I'm not gonna lie. Number three is Wendigo. They're they haven't done anything with him. I mean, I don't know didn't they say there. that he was gonna be in um, Invincible Iron Man? That's Sasquatch. Hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. You're, you're getting your yetis and your I'm Sasquatches I'm getting my yetis and Sasquatches mixed. Gosh, I figured you of all people would know but about the But was he in uh, Alpha Flight as well? I don't know much Wendigo? <laughs> like, I know my Canadian because that's why. Teams. that's why I'm hey, saying Wendigo's that. Wendigo's awesome. Well, I, that's why I'm I saying that. I think he might have been in Alpha Flight. Because they said the Alpha Flight was going to be a thing, so that's why I'm saying I thought yeah, Alpha Flight be. Go ahead with your... Uh, uh, number two is someone who, like, he's my favorite X-Men. It's Sabretooth. Like, I, I don't want an X-Men set without Sabretooth. That's true, and you don't want a Wolverine set without Sabretooth either. Like, yeah. It's Wolverine in the title. How can you not have Sabretooth and Super Rare? Yeah, I concur. Number one is Silver Samurai. Um, I hadn't thought about I it. I did not think about him either. I I commend you on Silver Samurai because I totally forgot about he's him. He's so awesome, and he just needs to be clicked. I mean, I think he's been clicked once, but it's old. I, I have that old figure, and it it's not good. great. <laughs> <laughs> but Silver Samurai is sweet. He's, yeah. Wasn't there a slightly newer version of Silver Samurai, I, I thought? Do. Oh, no. Just Explosion and Universe, and yeah, they all kind of suck. Wasn't Universe just a reprint of a bunch of different sets, or was that classic? Uh, yep, yep, it is. Actually, yeah. Yeah, so that version... Like, see, he's not bad for 40 points. He's, he's six clicks, the, he's got blades. The veteran, value, the veteran version's not bad. The rest but of them are This free. was before they could do anything with this power set. And, exactly. Yeah. And he's got a really cool power set. Give him a badass gold, because yeah. he looks Some like great badass. blades. Anyways. Just what I want. Good list. Very, what I really, really want. Very good number one. Um, my list, I like I said, my number ten was also Lockheed and Kitty. 
um, which they there is going to be a kitty on the Excalibur team base. We'll get into that later. And Lockheed supposedly will come with the Excalibur team base, and it's just like the flock of bats. It's a he, little yeah, one. He, slides on he has one click, and it, it's kind of set up the same way. Um, another one of mine is Brew. I don't know if you guys know him. He's a new character. He's in Wolverine and the X-Men, which I've been reading, which is awesome. If nobody's, uh, if anybody hasn't read it yet, go go read it, especially with this set coming out. A lot of pieces from it are going to be in the set. Um, he's of the alien race, the Brood, who are like oh, yeah, these little brown guys like who just rape and pillage and kill and eat everybody but he's like very sophisticated and intelligent like he wears glasses to make himself look smarter and he's like very you know proper he, reminds me of? he gets picked on by he everybody he reminds me of the butler that John Constantine has in the traveling house <laughs> yeah. yeah I guess <laughs> he's really he's a very I mean fighting wise he there's a point in the book where he gets pushed to his edge and he like flips out and you know tries to kill somebody like he acts like a brood and so I mean that you could symbolize him in as a clicks. I just love it. He's my favorite of the students mm-hmm. in that book. He's my favorite student. Uh, we need a toad. Are we getting one? Huh? We're getting a leech. We're getting it. We are getting a toad. We will get into that. Uh, supposedly, this guy looks just like toad, and everybody's saying it's going to be toad. Yeah, you're uh, in on my parade. I'm going to run on yours. I'll show you that. Um, yeah, we there hasn't there was no toad in GSX. I don't even know. They just he even been I don't even know if he's ever been clicked yet. Yeah, clobber in time. There's a rev of him. My God, look how ugly that a thing classic is. set. They need, they need one that like does a ranged attack and pulls someone to him. And yeah, stuff. there's like, a lot of cool things. Definitely plasticity. Oh, man, Maybe some poison. Figure. Plasticity poison. Pull him in. Mm-hmm. Two plasticity poison. And just see, give him one. The one thing I'd like that. to bring up that I love about the X Men sets is you get lots of weird little special abilities on cheap figures. Yeah, they're like short short dials, but they're cheap figures, and you build really interesting. Like Trevor too. Fitzroy. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, I I knew there would be a good chance we would get a Toad because he's also in Wolverine and the X Men. He's the janitor. He's hilarious. Toad's amazing. Um, I wanted I, it. I wanted a magic, but I actually wanted one that symbolizes her new-ish version, not the new mutants version. We already know we're I getting if one. They're gonna do that. No, I don't think they will because think about it. There's already going to be a Phoenix Five chase of it. But the Phoenix Five chase has a revert. Is she going to revert to her new mutants version? Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Like in the, I don't think supposedly there's like ten there's ten slots left that we don't know anything about on the Wolverine X Men set. But I would be. There's only one Wolverine yeah, so far. Why would there be three magics? That's true. But I wish they would. I wish they would put a Marvel. What about gravity feed? Marvel now. Uh, the, I, she's not oh, on wait, the gravity, gravity feed. The whole gravity feed's been spoiled. Yeah, she's not on the gravity feed. I'm kind of sad because I really would like to see like a veteran experienced magic with like really cool limbo powers. I want a Hope mm-hmm. figure. There's a, there's a Hope Which is going to be coming up. Um, Legion, I was looking forward to. We already got yep. talked about Legion here on the podcast. Agent Brand. Agent Brain is the oh, leader yeah. of Sword, and Sword used to you used to only see Sword in X Men books. You didn't really see it in anything yeah. else. Astonishing X Men, it was real big in that. She's a cool character. She's kind of like a female Nick Fury, almost yeah. like except more of an asshole. Like <laughs> I, I like uh, uh, her personality is hilarious. Yeah. Like the lines she says are just great. Like they could make a really cool figure. But out. what I was saying is, you used to only see Sword and X Men. Now you see it in Avengers books all the time. It's yeah. getting like because Avengers is getting very cosmic. Right. And stuff right like now that. you're seeing. Um, the sword a lot more so I was really thinking that there might be a I feel like they're going to be really huge in the infinity arcs when they get to them too I want a Rachel Gray 
Um, they can call her Phoenix. They can call her Rachel Gray. Yeah. Actually, I think she is in the set. And she's called Phoenix, and we'll talk about it later. Do you, are you talking like Rachel Gray and like her schoolmaster, awesome red trench coat? Or are you talking yes, like with the sword, with the uh, psychic sword? That's yeah. the I Rachel. Mean, oh my gosh, that's the one I would prefer. Video. But I'll settle for a Phoenix version, the old school version. I want Deathlock from the Uncanny X Force slash Wolverine and the X Men. He's is if that anybody the one they spoiled already. They have an X Force Deathlock spoiled. Yeah, I think so. He's from Remender's Run, and he's really awesome. And Kid Gladiator is also in Wolverine and the X-Men, and I just figured there there would maybe be a decent chance we would get one with the whole Imperial Guard team base yeah. and them saying that Shi'ar's going to be a sub-theme, mm-hmm. and he's one of the main students on the in the series. But so far we've seen the Imperial team base, and it doesn't look like he's going to be on it, so therefore I'm thinking he's probably not going to be in it. Yeah, Imperial Guard's very, very large. My so number big. one... Well, he was never on Imperial Guard anyways. No. He's he's the son of Gladiator. He's just Shi'ar-related. He's the son of Gladiator, who leads the Shi'ar. Um, my number one one is Phantom X, and they just yesterday sent... I got an email saying they're going to be spoiling him on the um, Hero Clicks Online, so he's definitely going to be in the That's set. Awesome. Phantom X is one of my favorite X Men characters of all time. I have his first uh, um, appearance on my shelf up there, signed and everything. They like, had I the love stuff Phantom on the X. Twelve days of Clicks list, didn't they? I don't think so. Go, go look it up. I'm pretty sure they have the sculpt up because I remember. I remember seeing Phantom. X. Nobody knows who Phantom X is. He's a freaking badass. Read Uncanny X-Force with Remender if you really want to get the most out of Phantom X because even though that storyline is about all kinds of stuff, it really is mainly kind of about Phantom X, really. And you'll he has uh, misdirection powers, and they could do a really cool some kind of clicks power with that. Basically, he can make you think that you're in a you know a fine situation really like you're getting killed like you don't it, he tricks it's kind of like mind control on a whole another level yeah it's all it's basically inception yeah like you're in a world that doesn't exist i kind of wonder if he would be like kind of like batmite where he uses in cap and if he hit targets someone like they can't target him or something like that so like they can't see them um 12 days of clicksmas let's just go to images yeah, there's the Wolverine, the X-Men one-second picture. No, I mean, go up at the top, right there. Well, here's all of them, all 12. Wolverine and the X-Men. Click this one that's higher. Oh, there he is right yep, there. right there in the bottom left. Yep. I never saw this part of the 12 Days of Clicks. Yeah. I was going to say, I knew the sculpt was on it. So, anyway, yeah. So, Phantom X, my number one one. I'm very psyched that he is for sure going to be in it. I definitely wanted him... Um, I even recently, whenever I was working on my Walking Dead dials, I was going to just make a custom Phantom X. Cause like they're never going to make them. But uh, he's been getting a lot of a lot of attention lately in the comics that he never used to get yeah. attention. He's one of the main characters in um, the current Uncanny X Force series, but now he's split. It, if you know anything about him, he has three different personalities that all reside in one brain. It's really complicated, but it's really awesome. And now he has split them with his machine. And so you have the female, you have Cluster, you have Phantom X, and then you have Agent X, who's like his, I don't want to say his evil side, but his side that has all the misdirection powers and kind of, yeah, it kind of is his evil side. His wicked side. He's an awesome character. He's really complicated. I'm liking how much X-Force we're seeing in this set so far. Like, yeah. I, know, I know how depressed you are at the lack of an X-Force team base. Don't, let's, I'm trying to avoid that subject on, you know, when we went on our Gen Con rant, that's when all the cursing happened. I really Andrew, don't want to. You know what? <laughs> I wish we had like 
50 more X-Men related team bases, but there's one specific one I think Hunter really wanted that he's going to like cry over. What do you think it could be? X-Force. <sighs> okay. Hunter, I'd take an X-Factor team base over the X-Force. Just so I, I don't blame you. I'd like an X-Factor. I like X-Factor as well. Um, now, that was my top 10. Here's a, another interesting thing, though. GSX just rotated out. We need a new Krakoa map. Oh, God. And Krakoa, uh, a child of Krakoa, is currently residing. That's what the school... I think they'll do a really cool school grounds map. They're bound. Yeah, the school is on Krakoa right now, yeah. the Wolverine and the X-Men. It's it's a big part of the, the initial arc of the series. The Jean Grey School or the Xavier School? The Jean Grey School. There's now, isn't there? Um, Xavier is what Cyclops and his group call their school, even though it's not gotcha. really an actual school. It's just them, their little hideout. Even, Jean Grey School is the like the original. Even school. though it's too new, I like the big fat guy that like his powers. He generates like the giant gold orbs. Oh, he already got kicked out. Did you see? No, that? he he basically <laughs> gave up. He's he wanted to go home. So he Aww, went, yeah, it would be so much fun. He like goes home and he tries to tell his family that he's he's a mutant and they're like all blaming it on the X-Men and he like flips out and gold balls just shoot out everywhere. I like, what was he's it? such a weirdo. The other guy that's there calls him like ball boy or something. <laughs> he's like that name better not stick and then like that's the such next, a weird power. The next issue it's labeling their names and it has ball boy with a question mark. <laughs> Alright. So there's our top tens. Um, now we're going to go over what has been spoiled for the set here in the last few weeks. Now we're actually on the forums of HC Realms and we're in the Wolverine and the X-Men forums on upcoming sets. Um, let's see. Well, we just got confirmation on Black King, which is Sebastian Shaw. It is not the new Black King. So if anybody has been reading Wolverine and the X-Men, the current run, um, the Hellfire Club is actually kids. Oh, really? And he's a little badass. I mean, he, <laughs> it's really interesting. I know a lot of probably people who've been reading X-Men since they were in diapers, like, they probably hate that it's not Sebastian Shaw and the old school people, but this is a really cool take on the Hellfire Club. But it looks like the figure that we're getting is actually represents Sebastian. And we'll open up his page here, and he, we were he talking about him. on HCO. Yeah, we were talking about him today. He's a BA. He's uh, Slap a gauntlet on that side and go to town. So, he's 165 points. Um, he has one, four, eight, eleven clicks, and he gets better as he takes damage. Politician keyword. We don't see that too often. Politician and, and ruler. ruler. He has a trait that when he takes damage from an opponent's attack, remove up to that many action tokens from him. Are you kidding me? It's ridiculous. Serious? And as you're hitting him, he gets better. He has first four clicks. He has Ooh. sidestep, toughness, and outwit. Then he gets four clicks of charge, invul, and empower. And then his last three clicks are hypersonic, really good attack values, really good damage values, and impervious and invincible. You could mastermind to him. You could do all kinds of stuff. Um, heck, if you drag him along with magic for her teleport, you could deal the damage to him just to take a token off of him. No, it says when um, takes damage. Oh, win an opponent? From an opponent's attack. So it would have to be mastermind. Uh, mastermind would work, but the magic thing wouldn't. At least. I think he's good. I don't know why he has hypersonic. <laughs> 
That doesn't make any sense. His last click is stupid. I haven't read a ton of old school X-Men, but I read enough to know that he shouldn't have well, hypersonic. Doesn't he do matter manipulation or something like uh, that? Kind of. I mean, they're kind of, they kind of dabble in mystical arts too, but I still don't think he He's should have hypersonic. He's got a 6 hypersonic, 12 attack, 19 imper. Anyways, good. 5 close combat expert. Good figure overall. Um, the Black Queen is going to be Selene uh, Shaw, and do, 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 do. let me see if I can find the page. We got to looking at Toad and all this other stuff, and I lost my place here. Um, so Selene is going to be the Black Queen. I don't think we got a dial for that yet. Um, Deathbird, have you? You guys haven't read Wolverine and the X Men. Nope. Um, Deathbird is a really cool piece. She's a Shi'ar. I don't think she's on the team. No, she's not on the team base. She is the guardian for Kid Gladiator, and she's a really cool um, person individually. Um, I was just reading the post that's on here. Cyber was the one we looked at last week, right? With the yes. Okay, as he points out, the gravity feed description say as Wolver- play as Wolverine, Colossus, and more as you fight against Lady Deathstrike, Cyber, and others. That means Cyber's confirmed for the gravity feed, doesn't it? He was a gravity feed piece. I thought was he? Wasn't he? Yeah. I thought that was main set Cyber because we were talking about playing him in sealed. Hmm. Maybe there's two. There's good hope for a nice one, but more weapon X for the win. Yeah, I don't really want another one. Why would we need two Cybers? I don't know. Why do they make most gravity figures? I know, but <laughs> I feel like in the gravity feed, I want either an alternate version of a character. Here, here's what I want out of this set. How many Wolverines do we have that are 100 points or within 90 to 110? Every one of them. Yeah. Think about it. The only lowish it's, point one is the, the Iron Man calf dilemma. Yeah, exactly. It's the Fast Forces, um, the Hand Wolverine Fast Forces GSX seventy five point. That's a pretty solid piece. But really, other than that, they're all around a hundred points or ninety ish points. We I want either a really cheap one a or a really Wolverine. expensive one, like a one fifty. Just him in Berserker mode. I want a Sergeant Logan World War Two. Wolverine. I think that would be awesome. That's what I want gravity feats for, though. I want alternate yeah, version. You need more playability. And I want generics. Yeah. Those are two things I want. I don't want another new character that... Yeah, it's good that we got an unclicks character, but who really wants two cybers? Like, even cyber fans don't want two cybers in this freaking yeah, set. They want other X-Men pieces sure. that they want. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll get... I, I mean, that one wasn't bad, but we personally don't think it's all that yeah. great. Um... I'm hoping for a cheap one. Now, we were talking about the Imperial Guard team base earlier. It is actually spoiled. So what I'm going to do, guys, all these pictures that we're looking at, I'm going to try to link them on the pod be- on our Podbean site. If anybody wants to look at them with us and look at what we're talking about. That's cute. You have Phantomax in full caps with a bunch of exclamation marks. There's I it. wonder which one you're excited about. <laughs> I said he's my number one one, man. All right. <laughs> I was expecting a heart over the top of it in a big circle. <laughs> So, somebody got a, a perfectly up-close picture of the Shi'ar Imperial Guard team oh, base. dear God. Look at the detail on this thing. It has, like, a throne room, basically, behind it, um, and a palace with steps coming up to it. You've got Gladiator in the center. He's huge. And then you have the rest of the team. So, confirmed for the team. Now, I was looking, doing some research, and I remembered seeing three or four of these guys. This is the group that was running when, during the Realm of the King events that happened yeah. right after War of the Kings. Uh. You've got Gladiator, Hussar, Smasher, Warstar, Oracle, 
Mar- uh, Manta and Starbolt. Is a uh, War Star or whatever the big robot guy? I that I'm not one hundred percent sure. Because if I recall, people were talking about the fact that like the sculpt itself, they went so far into detail. They have like a little like alien guy on him and all this other stuff like the detail on these figures is ridiculous like they did a great job with these there is so bad so I just want a giant robot Drew and I are happy there is a Madrox and a Shadow Cat for sure yep there's a little there's a little blue um, so it's not called Kitty it's called Shadow Cat but we don't really I mean it I mean, doesn't that's matter her, that's her, is that during Shield days or that's her Excalibur yeah Excalibur Shield that's her uh, dress now Madrox looks pretty oh big. I was gonna say his skull has yeah, got an awesome. awesome trench coat action going on here. I, for one, can never get tired of figures and trench coats. <laughs> Plus, you're getting your gambit in a trench coat. They could have put Rogue in a trench coat. She wore Jubilee. Everybody. I told you that. You know, everybody used Rachel to wear a trench Summers coat. Rachel in a trench coat. <laughs> put Sabretooth in a trench coat and I will just <laughs> cream my pants. <laughs> um, I'm going to scoot over a little t- bit. <laughs> Um, we got a picture. Okay, so on the side of the gravity feed box that was at San Diego Comic Con, somebody noticed the little <laughs> pictures. Yep. And we've got look that is cyber. Yeah, so yeah, cyber's cyber. on the side of the gravity feed box. We also have Toad right there. So Toad definitely confirmed for at least the gravity feed. And then this guy is the she art. Now that looks like a male to me. At first, oh. I thought it was Deathbird. I think it's probably if I had to. Make a guess. It's probably a generic Shi'ar. Yeah, that's, that would be pretty cool. A generic Shi'ar would be a cool figure. Um, so that's not confirmed. We haven't seen a dial or announcement, but that's just going off the picture on the side of the gravity feed box. From Again, this view, that Matt drops is even cooler. I, yeah, he does. <laughs> I'm going to post all of these, like I said, on the Podbean side if you guys want to look at them with us. Um, we also, in the um, X or the Kick-Ass Clicks, there was actually a big Bertha hidden in there that wasn't supposed to be in there with the kick-ass clicks. Oh my well, God. they were half and half. They sit half kick-ass, half Wolverine next to each other. Well, let me show you. Because I, I saw that Bertha and laughed. Cause they're, that oh, guy there's in the middle, Deathlock. That's okay. Deathlock, yeah. And then you got some kick-ass clicks here in the, in the and front. And then a Deathstrike there and on the right. And then Lady Deathstrike. The X, it is X, a sweet. I told you. That's nice. And then you got a big Bertha back here in the back. I don't know if you. <laughs> Blob's mama. The only, I mean, I've seen big Bertha here and there in X-Men comics. The main thing I remember from her from is there's this Deadpool Christmas special that I have <laughs> where he's like fighting the um, uh, Great Lakes Avengers and he's making so many fat jokes and so many sex jokes as Squirrel Girl. It's one of my favorite comics of all time. That big Bertha sculpt literally makes me sick to my stomach. It is ah. pretty gross. <laughs> it's far worse than the uh, blob, the old GSX blob. Even though he's in a unitard, it looks better than that. <laughs> um, so we got Toad. We don't know if Lalandra is going to be in it. Or if Xavier's or Lilandra, which is Xavier's ex-wife, the lady who used to terrorize the X-Men back in the '90s and I think late '80s, she was pretty much her and like Nimrod, like that. Those were like kind of the main villains back Gosh, in the day. What a cool Nimrod! I will be surprised if Nimrod's not in this set at all. Personally, um, he's just too big of a. Of yeah. a villain, and has he ever been clicks? I don't think. Nimrod? I don't think he has. Let's check real quick. 
There's an old figure of him I remember because I think I was building. A, I was going to build a team. Right. Number ninety Fantastic Forces. Yeah. Two hundred and sixty. Because I, I was asking you if you owned him, and he's expensive. If I he's, he's like, not shabby. He's got outwit. But I mean, he's a seventeen dollar figure for. Yeah, he's got outwit. He's got ten clicks outwit on almost all of them. He has pulse uh, wave, pulse ten wave range. with ten range running shot. I mean, he's not too bad. I want him for old for old figure. He's not Andy's too bad. Pink as hell. If you have an FFO ninety Nimrod, hit me up. <laughs> um, Colossus is confirmed for he is going to be a common. He got spoiled on Hero Clicks Online. We have a uh, picture of his dial here. I'm just glad they're spoiling stuff yeah, on the, HCO to the give mar- attention. The marquee figure is pretty sweet too. The Colossus and Kitty Pride duo. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. See, you can't have one without the other. I know they're not really together right now. They haven't been for a couple years, but you can't have Colossus without Kitty. Come on. How long is this going to last in comics? We get they got to get back together. Um, Colossus. Until one of them dies. Shut up. Colossus has. He has defenders. He has uh, charge. He has super strength most of his dial. He has an invincible. His first two clicks, then involved in toughness. He has empower. And mixed with some close CCD. combat expert, and he has invul or indom for a hundred points. For, that's pretty seven good. Seven clicks, indo- two clicks of indom. He's a common. Him and sealed, dude. I'll play him all. Dude, time. I'll play him any day. And those keywords, you could play off those so well. Excalibur, X Men, Defenders, Acolytes. Mm. I, I like Acoly- as I said with Acolytes earlier. It's, that'll be fun to see. Very happy with him, and I wouldn't be surprised to see it. Well, there there will be a chase version of him. For the, There's a cha- yeah, the for the Phoenix Five, five yeah. so um, Phantom X. Let me see if they spoiled his dial. I don't think they spoiled Phantom X's dial. I think they just showed that he will be the upcoming next spoil for Hero Clicks Online. Let's see. There's a sculpt. Um, they have the sculpt in high definition. It looks pretty ba. It says this week. This week's figure was Black King. Phantom X will be available Thursday, August 1st through the 7th. Okay, they're going to tell you <laughs> the day it's going to be and then give you a week long. I'm assuming next week he will be spoiled. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Um, really, I couldn't tell by the exclamation <laughs> marks. And then the Excalibur team base. Are those hearts by Phantom X? No. <laughs> Excalibur team base. We got another. Somebody got a good shot of it from San Diego Comic-Con up close. Okay. There's your kid, cool. Britton. I'd love them. There's your Nightcrawler with a really awesome teleport effect what, behind him. What? Uh, I think that that Rachel Summers is damn sexy. That's Phoenix Rachel Summers. So you like? Uh, at least I got a Rachel Summers. I see the little Lockheed. There's the little Lockheed. Um, there's um, uh, Megan, uh, yeah. Captain Britain's girl. Yeah. And looks like she fits right there. She's kind of got the water effect. Is yeah. So cool, dude. These. These team bases, they stepped it up. The sculpts look great. I mean, a lot of the Teen Titans ones looked pretty, look pretty good too. Yeah, but yeah, this the, is still. These are like they did a lot. These of These are like, even this semi-trans. Although, what is this purple? That's where uh, that, he probably snaps on. It looks like a butthole. Look at it. <laughs> it looks like an anus. There's a purple anus. It's Nightcrawler's anus there. Purple anus uh, effect That's where, there on uh, the front. Lockheed probably sits with like a little poof behind him. It could be. It could be representing uh, Nightcrawler teleporting. Actually, yes. That like from sense. there to the back of the team base. See, I wasn't kidding when I said it was Nightcrawler's anus. <laughs> so, I spend so much time trying to oh, clean goodness. up the hero clicks. I don't know what you're talking about. And we end up discussing anuses. This, this podcast 
will forever remain the way it is, and that's just how it's going to be. So just deal with it. You're never going to change me, kids. All right, so... <laughs> Speaking of Leonard Skinner, Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, I'm going to read over the figures that we for sure have um, gotten confirmed either by official spoils from WizKids or from evidence threads of people finding pictures of them like at the cons and it's stuff. It's going to be in. So, known figures. Archangel, Beast, yep. Big Bertha, Bishop, Yay. Black King, which is Sebastian Shaw version, um, Black Queen, which is Celine, Cannonball, Sweet. Captain Cannonball was he was he's, he's on the, the new team mutants. base, yeah, yeah new, new mutants. mutants. Captain Britain, two Colossuses, the Phoenix Five and the Common Colossus and Shadowcat duo, which is on a single base. That's awesome. We'll be able to carry it and TK it. Um, Cyber. It says listed in the CTD. Now let's what do the preview. preview. See, nope, but the, num- the number is main set. Interesting. I think that's because when they first revealed he was in the set, the way they figured out was because he was listed in the CTD solicit. Cyclops, Dazzler. Now that's the Cyclops that comes on the team base, and then we can and then we'll get the Phoenix Five version too. Yeah. Um, Dazzler. Death said, so weird. Oh, wait, what? set. Wait, 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 wait. Possibly in the set was the winner of the Marvel fan vote and is set to appear in a summer 2013 Marvel release. So we got to imagine that it yeah, should be. Death said, I had actually never, ever read him in anything, and now he's in Iron Man, and even though that book sucks, Death said yeah, is awesome, so man. awesome. I'm really happy that he won the, um, the community fan vote. I didn't vote for him because, like I said, I didn't used to know who he even was. Um,. Deathbird, which is the so I guess she is going to be in it. The she are I was talking about the bodyguard for a kid um, gladiator. Let's see this. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Death Strike, Deathlock, Emma so Frost. Death. Now that's Emma Frost. That's Phoenix Five. Emma Frost. Yeah. Exodus. Uh, let me see that sculpt real quick. Which one? Exodus. I want to see this. Yeah. Oh, it's really that's blurry. Awesome. Phantom X, Flatman, Gambit. The team base, Gladiator, Havoc, Hope Summers, sweet. Yeah. Yep. Um, Hussar, Iceman, Jean Grey, two Jubilees, the Vampire Prime version and the regular version, which I'm pretty happy they did. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, Lady Deathstrike. Now wait a minute. Is so? Does that mean there's? Is she gonna be a Prime? Did they say for sure? Yeah, it's it's pretty much confirmed. Like everyone. Oh no, but she comes on. The, she's. Oh wait. I don't know if she comes with the team base. She goes on the team she, base. Yeah, she probably just goes on the team base. Let's They'll see. They'll probably include, like... She's number 47A, so she'd have to be the super rare prime. The super rare and the super rare prime. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Um, Lady Deathstrike, we know that we get a CTD and a main set of that. Legion, Lockheed, Longshot, we were really happy with. He's oh, awesome figure. He's so good. M, Madrox, the... Team Base Magic and the Phoenix Five Magic, Magma Magneto, Age of X Magneto, which is a Prime. All of them. Manta, Megan, Mirage, Namor, the Phoenix Five, Namor, Nightcrawler, Age of Apocalypse, Nightcrawler. Really? Here's a picture. Oh yeah. Oh, he was on that picture. oh, he is sick. That is. I wonder if that's so a Prime. Sick, nasty. He would have to be a Prime because it's the same sculpt as the uh, yep. Excalibur. Well, click on. Oh, they just got the. Skull. Yeah, it's the same. That's the one from the Team Base. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. the same sculpt, but it's different uniform. Oracle, Polaris, a lot of people were wanting a Polaris. 
Professor X and Magneto, is that a... It's uh, a duo. Duo? I haven't seen anything for that. That is sick. Yeah, it's them back huh. back. Yes! Wait, is that a Silver Samurai? Wait, what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go back. Oh, wrong one. Wrong one. Where's it at? Is that Silver Samurai? Right? That is Silver Samurai. Oh! Done. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he has the Hydra TA. Yeah. Oh my. He's 100 God. points. Drew's pretty happy that right now. That sculpt's pretty sick, too. I'm pretty happy. Drew's hiding his boner right now. Uh, it's there. Just keep it hidden. Um, Scooting <laughs> away once again. Psylocke, Quicksilver, Rachel Summers, Rogue, Sauron, Shadowcat, a Shi'ar generic, a sculpt shown on the CT box, so I guess it is a Silver generic. Samurai. Silver Samurai. Sculpt here. No range, Hydra TA, 100 points. Probably going to be the same pick. Yeah, same pick. Yep. Um, Smasher, Spiral. Spiral's a cool character. Yep. Oh, Spiral, yeah. Yeah. I should have included her. She's also on NBC2. Yeah. Um, Starbolt, Storm, Strong Guy. I can't believe they put Strong Guy They put guy Strong Guy? Strong Guy's yeah. in? Um, and Flatman, too. Isn't I was going to put Strong Guy on my list, but I was like, strong they're guy never going to click Strong Guy. It's crazy that they put... There's no picture. It's crazy that they put him and Flatman in this set. I know. It's crazy. Um, Sunspot, Toad, Warlock, Warstar. Warstar is a big robot, yeah. Okay, yeah, so he is the... And there's Colossus, too. He looks pretty bad. That's a, dude, did you see that team base? Because it's pretty Yeah, legit. that's the gold team team base. It's freaking sweet. Wolfsbane, Wolverine, yeah. and X-Man. Um, to do. And then, again, if you never heard what the team bases are going to be, Brotherhood of Mutants. Confirmed members include Magneto, Quicksilver, and Toad. Oh, there's Quicksilver. I gotta imagine there's gonna be a Scarlet Witch, too. Yeah, it said Quicksilver. I gotta imagine one of those missing figures is gonna be a Scarlet Witch, you would think. Yeah. For the Brotherhood set, for the Brotherhood um, team base. Excalibur, um, confirmed members Captain Britain, Nightcrawler, Shadowcat, Rachel Gray, Megan, and Lockheed. Hellfire Club, confirmed members so far are just Black Queen and Black King. New Mutants, we already got the full spoil for that, which we went over a couple weeks ago. Sunspot, Cannonball, Mirage, Magma, Warlock, Wolfsbane, and Magic. Shi'ar Imperial Guard. Uh, seven members, Gladiator, Hussar, Smasher, Warstar, Oracle, Manta, and Starbolt. X-Men Blue Team, We got that's the one they gave us the official spoil on. Um, Gambit, Beast, Wolverine, Rogue, Jubilee, Psylocke, and Cyclops. And then Gold Strike Force. That one we haven't seen spoiled yet, but we have seen a sculpt with Colossus on it. Uh, Jean Grey, Bishop, there you go. Archangel, Colossus, Yay. Iceman, and Storm. Sub-themes are going to be the Blue and Gold um, X-Men Strike Teams, Brotherhood of Mutants, Excalibur, Hellfire Club, and Shi'ar Imperial Guard. If they don't do a blob, I'll be baffled. So here's confirmed CTD figures. Colossus, Cyber, Havoc, Jean Grey, Deathstrike, Madrox, Shadowcat, Shi'ar, Toad, and Wolverine. Now, That's all ten, isn't it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I, I wonder if they're going to do a gravity feed like generic Madrox that he can change into That's and then a main one. set Madrox. Well, because think about it. Um, it was the same thing with Teen Titans. There's always two generics in the gravity feed these yeah, days. It so, seems to be that way. So we're going to get a Madrox generic to go with the multiple man, and we're going to get two different versions of it. Which will be so cool. whenever it's this set is about a week from coming out, we'll come back to this list, and I'll go. By that point, we will know like pretty much what's going to be commons, uncommons, whatever, and we'll kind of talk about. We'll look at the commons and uncommons and and rares, and we'll talk about 
great sealed pieces that we're looking yeah. forward to trying out. Right now, there's only about half of that list filled out. So, guys, I'm going to link this as well, this full list, because each of those figures that I just read to you that are confirmed for the set, they um, have links for pictures for each for the majority of those two. So, if you guys wanted to see the pictures that that people have taken at cons and stuff, you'll be able to see those too. Again, I'm going to put all of these on the Podbean site and. I'll try to link them in HC Realms as well, and on Reddit if I can fit all that, if it'll let me. So, that's enough for news. Every, I mean, I think everybody that we talk to really, really is looking forward to this set. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's a given. It's this is set. pretty much going to be the biggest selling set that they put out in a long time. hard-pressed to find someone who doesn't love X-Men. You know, aside from Chaos War... Really, this is the most wanted set, and the, the I think the set people are most excited for in the last mm. couple of years. Really. Spider-Man was big, but Spider-Man people wanted. But Spider-Man's half other themes, I think, I don't know whether that helped it or hindered it, because it wasn't really... I think it helped, because there were a lot it. of good pieces. Legion the Monsters was great. But I felt like at the, the monsters, same time, period, the it was a half and half split, like... I, yeah, I like mystical. I like the mystical side of Spider-Man. I would have liked to see like a few other pieces. You know what? The, Spidey. Spidey can't fill out a full set by itself, though. Like, like the they put, huh? Web of Spider-Man. Still, I mean, they put almost all the main Spider-Man people in that set, True. and it still was like you just said, only half of it. Like X-Men can carry five sets by themselves. I mean, there's so many characters. I can sit here and name off characters. That you guys never heard of, and you can sit and name characters that I've never heard of. Like it's just, Hell, I just it's its own universe, pretty much. It might as well be Marvel, DC, and X Men. You know. Anyways, expect us. Had their way. That's what it would be. <laughs> expect. <laughs> expect this set to sell extremely well. Um, our just the tip this week. I want to talk a little bit about the Book of the Skull how and how to get the most out of it. Um, my main tip is play as many hammers as you can drop them as early as you can remember you have to be five or more squares away from your start from a starting area to do so and you if you do at the beginning of your turn you get to do it for do it as a free action um, drop a hammer and then you give a power action to pick who you want to put the the Gosh, I'm tongue-tied here. Who you want to pick up the hammer. Um, you can also do that after afterwards. You give one person a power action to drop a hammer on somebody's square, and then if you give them the power action that turn to pick it up, they will automatically succeed. So, what I was doing at, um, at Fear Itself this past week was I would take... Maybe, let's say, in this instance, it was my Jinx. I would keep my Jinx in my starting area at the beginning of the game. I had Monkey King carry Tear off by theirself and Arrowette move off by theirself. And then I would, next turn, I would drop a hammer to somebody. And then I would give Jinx a power action to drop the second hammer on, on Tear. And they both get to pick them up. And then, next turn, I have Jinx do another power action to drop a hammer on Monkey King, and he gets... To take. So, basically, you can put them on real quick because the person who gives the power action to make the hammer drop doesn't have to be in your starting area. Yeah. It's only the people who are getting the hammers dropped on them that have to be so far away from your starting area. So one, so 
one tip is drop them as soon as you can because when you have hammers on everybody and every time they hit, they spin this Book of the Skull. Like I said, I almost went through it twice in a 300-point game. I almost went through it twice. When I first saw the design for it, I thought the fact you could overshoot it was kind of lame. Then I realized in two games I've played in now, my opponent overshot it and still almost got it back around to it. Especially when it would they be start, too good if you <laughs> when they start breaking out down to like eight hammers and you're loading up your team, the amount of the amount of times you'll probably overshoot that's ridiculous. Um, the book turns as soon as you do the damage. We found that okay. We, so we, if you flurry, you hit turn. Take no, the new modifiers. no. Now that we'll discuss. It's as soon as actions resolve because the okay. question came up, and Ricky was was judging, but he's never judged before, so. He was coming to me for some questions, and this was a tough one. I didn't really know off the top of my head. Question was, if a character has a hammer and they quake and they hit three people, will they spin three times? Now, Infinity Gauntlet with Steel Energy Gem, you quake, they heal three times. They heal for each person. The key word in this, this situation is Steel Energy says each. This says win. Yeah, it just says win. So they're only going to spin one time for that quake, no matter how many people they hit. Right. Same would go for flurry. Doesn't matter how many different people you're hitting, or the fact that you're hitting them twice. It's, it's after deal- actions resolve. It's boolean. It's true or false. Did you deal damage this action? Right. Exactly. Um, and that happens as soon as the damage hits. Well, what I found myself doing, I didn't think of it the second game until the end, and in the third game, I tried to make the most out of it. Let's say I have Tear and I have Arrowette, both with hammers, right? Mm-hmm. And my little Book of Skull, right now it's only giving me plus ones on movement. And really neither one of they're both in melee, they're both going to hit, they don't need the movement. Mm-hmm. But what I was doing is, who needs the, what's the next thing that it spins onto? It goes from movement to attack. Who needs the attack more? Arrowette needs the attack more because she has a lower attack. So, so I use Tear to hit... I assigned it to Arrowette. I hit with Tear and spun it onto attack, and then Arrowette got the plus one attack. So that's something to think about. Learn what you're going to get on the book upcoming and try to think of I think it's ahead movement, of yourself. Movement to defense to attack to damage, isn't it? Right, but if you if you roll a if you're on one of the last ones of movements oh, yeah. and you roll like a five or six, you'll go past defense real quick. Defense yeah. is pretty short. So think, uh, look at your um, gauntlet, and same thing with powers. It starts off on Smoke Cloud, but then it goes to Blades. If you think one of your characters who has a hammer is going to need a Blades towards the end of the turn, assign it to them, hit with somebody else who has a hammer, spin it onto Blades, and now you got Flurry Blades or whatever you need you know on the other person. crazy with month five. The fact that we're going to have five hammers on there means fourth hammer, four hammers are out. You can now equip a second hammer, right? You're going to drop it to someone who's going to be able to quake with a plus two attack and anything else. That and's going to have running shot and charge and exploit. Anger's hammer. <laughs> and steel Anger's energy. Anger's hammer gives steel energy so you'll be able to quake. Or flurries. Well, one doesn't give flurry, I don't think. But anyways. Um, so that's another tip that you can do to get the absolute most out of your book of skulls. Um, moving on to community. So... Number one, I want to start off with our reception of our podcast. I feel like we're doing pretty good. I mean, we've only had two episodes so far. Yeah. And we've already, on on Podbean, we've gotten like two or three hundred downloads on each one. That's just off Podbean. And that's pretty good. That's not iTunes. I can't tell how many iTunes has. 
I gotta imagine iTunes is higher than Podbean. I think most people use iTunes for podcasts. So, or at least the same. Yeah. Any news from SoundCloud? For a hero clicks, no, I haven't got accepted into SoundCloud yet. But at this point, I kind of like Podbean anyways. It lets you do a few more extra things that, yeah. even though it costs me, you know, a few bucks a month. Um, I think the reception's pretty good. I'm getting starting to get a lot of feedback through PMs on um, Realms and posts on Realms. People talking to us, we love that, guys. We love hearing from you guys. We love getting team builds. We love hearing what you thought of. Um, our opinions, even if you don't agree with this, actually, yeah, yeah, especially when you don't agree with this, because I like seeing other people's oh, like sides of things. I, yeah, exactly. And we will always talk back with you on the forums or even here on the podcast. Um, there, I guess, there was a there was that one guy who expressed a solidarity about your Trigon fiasco that made me kind of laugh. Yeah, people feel my pain. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be all woe is me, but I, it's kind of a funny... It was freaking hilarious. <laughs> it's kind of a funny thing that's starting to happen with me now where people are starting to realize that I'm not full of crap when I say I have the worst luck in the world. <laughs> like, with pulls and with dice rolls. I don't know, today and you only rolled four misses out of your six attacks with Justice League and you needed with like a two, six. With two perplexes <laughs> you on You needed it. like a six and you rolled four like four times. And Austin is kind of the polar opposite. Austin walked into the comic book university one time. There was oh 40 odd Teen Titans boosters up on the rack and he said I'm going to buy one Teen Titans booster and there was a Superman Prime in that thing. That's just the Example that pops Are in my head. Are you kidding? Do you know how many times I've walked into the dugout and bought like a random booster and it's like, oh hey, look at Chase. This is nice. It's just ridiculous. I wish I was around during Chaos War. But anyways, um, uh, what are you gonna do with three Avengers Primes? <laughs> Play uh, them all. Our cursing has slowed way down. I think you know, <laughs> as I was telling you guys, I think the first one had a lot of cursing, namely because we curse all the time and we're not used to having to have. To like control ourselves, yeah. but also because of the Gen Con rant. Like I was upset, we all were a little upset and cursing more than we typically you were do. <laughs> and as you noticed on episode two and episode three and uh, so forth, you'll get a little cussing. It's just us being, you know, we're just sitting here chilling, shooting, shooting the shit, talking <laughs> to each other. There you go. There's your cuss word. I think, I think this one like ass became a typical <laughs> word thanks to the fact we talked about kick ass for a while. That, well, that doesn't count. Kick-ass doesn't no, count. No, I mean, like, we I, we dropped it, like, 50,000 times over the course. So, it was just funny to me. Real quick, I want to get into dial design, guys. I haven't got... I only got two submissions on the dial design contest. Now, one thing I do regret is making it only be one character you can choose from. From So, from now on, we'll give you a few to choose. But we only got two submissions so far. For your month one, for your week one assignment, which was making me a figure for Miles Morales from Ultimate Spider-Man, um, I want to thank the two people who gave me submissions. One of them is Swagnito, who's one of the main guys on Reddit clicks, um, yeah, and we also got one from We Are Venom. Both of them are very good. And I'm happy with them. I'm not going to discuss and rate them quite yet. Since we only got two submissions, I'm going to extend round one, the Miles Morales, an extra week. And then after this week, whatever I've got, that's all we get. Now, no, you're you're still going to get to give assignment number two yeah, this week. Yeah, i got to wait a week to do it. Oh, this week? No, you're still going to give your assignment oh, okay. this week. So what I'm saying is I'm ex- if we get any new listeners or anybody who decides to do the dial design contest after this, guys, it's completely free, 110% free. It's 
a blast. I love making dial. I mean, oh, I, I've entered a ton of contests. It is addictive. Um, yeah, your first contest is like, it, it's pretty like overwhelming, kind of, but. At, you get addicted to them easy. Like, I've entered, like, five, six contests. And, guys, now. when you look at this dial designer, which I'm going to link in the description for this episode, and it is also linked on the dial design, my dial design contest um, page, it's linked in both places. When you first look at it, it's going to look a little overwhelming. But just try it and fool with it a little bit, you and you numbers. will fall in love with it. You type it, in numbers and you pick colors. That's it's just awesome. Um, but, yeah, please get involved in this. Completely free. And you're going to get six custom HeroClix poker chips with the logo, a comics logo of your choice on them. Heck, if I was allowed to enter it for those tokens, I'd do it. Um, like I said, I, I'm happy with the two submissions we got so far, and I want to thank you guys for um, for submitting them. I'm going to extend it one week, and then by this time next week, whatever I've gotten, that's it. Now, Austin, you can go ahead and give our assignment for week two for the dial design contest if you want to. Okay. So the two fig- the two characters I want to see figures for, um, the first one is given as an Iron Man fan. I want to see a rescue. Um, there's going to be one in the upcoming, in- there's going to be a rescue in the upcoming Invincible Iron Man, but I'd like to see some people's takes on her. Um, it's a pacifist figure. She's a pacifist character, of course. She has no weapon systems. So I want, I want to see how you guys handle that and the abilities she would use. Um, and the other character, since we're given two characters now, right? Um, in my top ten list, uh, I want to see a bishop. I want to see really cool energy redirection powers and how he would use them. So either of those figures, or either of those characters. So assignment two, either make a rescue figure, which is Pepper Potts with the suit from Iron Man, or make Bishop from Wolverine and the X-Men. Yeah. That gives you two options if you know more about one of them than the other one, um, or you just have a cooler idea for yeah. one of them than the other one. Go ahead and submit those, and I will be posting and updating our Dial Design Month 1 contest thread. You will have only one week on that, so by today is July 27th when we're uh, recording this. By the time we record the next episode on July the 3rd, I will be all submissions for week 1 and 2 will be over. No more, no new submissions after that, so get them in, guys. It doesn't take that long to do, and like we said... It may look intimidating at first, but once you do it a few times, you will fall in love, and you won't be able to stop. You'll be making dials for every character you can think of. But the other fun thing, though, is it teaches you a bit about strategy. Like, you look at these figures, and you look at powers in new ways. Right. And it, it's a good way to expand, like, your your horizons with figures, so to speak. So if anybody is new to this and um, wanted more information on how they'll be scored and all the, all the details... Can be found on our thread dial H or hero clicks dial design contest i will be linking that in the um podbean site and on realms and reddit everywhere i'll be linking it um that's enough for dial design kenzilla who sent us a team build last week and we gave him one back gave us some feedback um he's got a new build assignment for us it was 400 points silver age all characters have to fly or phase because the battle is in space, and it's played on Star Trek maps. Um, the catch for this is not only do you have to fly or phase, you cannot ignore knockback. Um, did you got? Did you build a team? I didn't actually get around to building a team for this one, but I have some figures in mind. There's a few really good Iron Man figures that have Force Blast. I would abuse the living crap out of in that. Just knocking people around into asteroids and all that fun stuff. Well, I went with... Um, I kept the space theme going, 
And since this was Golden Age, I played uh, Green Lantern. And I went with the Teen Titans 110 version of How. The yeah. one that gets to pick his own powers. Yeah, that's pretty nasty. Rami Hall, um, who was from the Green Lantern Gravity Feed, she is a pretty decent like stealth ranged attacker, but she also gets support, and she's like the only Green Lantern core um, piece that has support. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, there may be one or one or two that of Howls that get it on one click or the other, but for the most part, she's the main medic. Um, and she's pretty cheap too. She's only fifty points for Green Lantern Corps. That's pretty cheap. Um, and then my one of my top five favorite figures of all time, Sinestro, uh, the one hundred point one that starts with uh, an eleven charge, ten attack, nineteen defense, willpower with exploit. And he, even if you want to range with him, he has nine range. He has eight clicks and he gets psychic blast a lot towards the end. He's a, just a great all around piece. When he after he loses after he loses willpower, when he pushes, he heals back afterwards. So basically, he has willpower. You know, kind of willpower life. Sinestro's a monster. And then Tomar Ray 007. This is the 110 points. You may have never even seen this figure. Is that the one with TK? No, that's the other Tomar. This guy is different. He has a really old looking sculpt. And he has 12 range. What? Which is unheard of these days. 12 range with running shot and perplex. Oh, with Ten. running shot. What's his, ra- what's his movement? 10. No. So he's, so got, he, a he's got a 17, 18 with perplex. An 18 swing. Oh my <laughs> swear, lord. How swing. many points is he? 111. No. So. No. <laughs> he also gets energy explosion after that with enhancement for most of his dial. That's that's an evil dial. You just right. keep that guy max range. And think of this. You're hitting him and knocking him back even further. That's, that's the main thing about my team. Yeah. So I gave Tomar the Infinity Gauntlet with time, reality, and power. Well, of course you did. And <laughs> so... Um, it appears I've made a team of questionable morality. <laughs> Maybe I should slap Gauntlet to him. I know what I'm doing next Silver Age event. <laughs> so I would keep him far away and popping people and knocking them back even farther, keeping them away from my team and so that I can stay mostly ranged. And I put a JL Silver Age um, ATA on the Green Lantern, who is a great piece, I think, the 110-point version. Yeah, he's I, pretty good. On the rules he gave us for the build, would Force Blast double up with the normal knockback? Or it- Well, it's not that attacks... Let me reread his thing, but I don't think it's that all attacks deal knock... Okay, yeah, all attacks cause knockback that can't be ignored. So really, Force Blast isn't helping you. Aww, you know what I was I mean? hoping it would double the knockback, and then I could just sit back with Iron Man figures and be like, penetrating Psychic Blast, Force Blast, boom, boom, boom. He also wanted... He talked about he had just played an X-Men team... That featured the main set cloak and dagger, and he wanted us to talk about them. Um, um, like Austin said on the thread, oh man, those figures gave me so much. I trouble. used that cloak and dagger duo, and after I played them, I was like, I am playing these guys it again. Against, it was against one of my power teams. It was you against a, a Thunderbolts team that was very good. Yeah, you gave me a run for my money with those simple figures: Hawkeye, Man Thing, Iron Patriot, and um, Taskmaster. Co- Taskmaster, and basically, you know. They're not primary attackers. If you guys want to look at them on the unit section of HC Realms, they work just amazingly well together because well, Cloaks, of yeah, of course, Cloaks provides the support. And Dagger, yeah, and he's Andy has Smoke Cloud. 
Wow. And, and the new smoke cloud is ridiculous. And um, Dagger gets to heal him an extra one. After she attacks. After she... Well, she can either do the dagger thing, or when she uses support, she also heals Cloak. After actions resolve, so right. one then one, yeah. Yeah. So, basic, and, and Cloak has phasing. So basically, I move them in as kind of support with the smoke cloud and the dagger, you know, popping little short range attacks, and let my big guys do the heavy work. But towards the end of the game, when it was just Cloak Dagger and one other guy against Austin's like full dial yeah. Taskmaster, they whittled him down because when he would hit me for a few, I would phase carry away, heal up, and get right back well, into that's the, the fight. That, doesn't that uh, dagger get penetrating damage? Yeah, if she only deals one damage, I think. Because that was obnoxious. I just remember it went on forever, which wasn't really the problem. The thing was, I thought I had that game in the bag. I was like, man, it's down to this. There's no way he's going to come back from this. And there was nothing I could do to stop it. As you said, you phasing away, you'd support. I couldn't get over to you without over-actioning and overreaching and screwing myself in the process. He and Dagger both get stealth if they're adjacent. Um, Gosh, cloak can carry. He has phasing, willpower, smoke bomb, or smoke cloud. That's his first three clicks. His last three clicks, he gets poison and perplex. I think that was the game I chose... Uh um, Hydra instead of uh, I play, we played the crater map I remember that Yep. Um, I chose Hydra because I had them all lined up and I was looking down and so you put smoke cloud out or whatever and you would just sit behind it and there, or you'd sit in it and there was nothing I could do to handle it so another, the reason they work so well together Dagger has 6 range 2 bolts when she hits a single target with a range combat attack instead of dealing normal damage she may choose to deal 1 penetrating and heal herself or an adjacent friendly character of 1 damage they're just so healing obnoxious. like crazy. And whenever... I wish I had Thanos. Then when she gets <laughs> knocked down on her damage power, she gets support after actions resolve, heal an adjacent friendly character. So the good thing is, even if she misses, she still did it, yeah, actions and resolve, and she auto-heals him. Yeah, I remember. I kept missing, and I still got to heal him. God, those that is Or ridiculous. I can heal up my somebody else, How and then How many points is that combo? Like 90? It's 100, right on the dot. Perfect 100? Yeah. Oh, wow. They're sick. I don't know. I mean, they only have people. Oh, let's see. Somebody gave Dagger a five star. Cloak only has three. Guys, these guys together are really dumb, especially with Smoke Cloud. Yeah, it's like one of those you're looking at them, you're like, man, these aren't that great. And Smoke then Cloud actually play. with the stealth. Yeah. 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 It's just obnoxious. crazy, man. So, yeah, Kenzilla, you're right. They are a sick combo. And them. I'm definitely going to play them again. If I ever pull another one, I'm stomping it in the parking lot. No, you're not. They're common. I have like four oh, of them in that bag. Can, I'll, give you, I'll give you one. <laughs> I'll stop it. it. We'll video it. We'll put it on YouTube. And you'll be hurting your foot. Yeah. So, um, Spidey Swing asks us, what are our our four or three favorite figures ever made? Ever made? <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? An Iron Man, Iron Patriot today. Uh, That's I, my number one. I can see that. Um, well, you played a team with two of them. <laughs> I played a team with four of them <laughs> Austin played that Iron Man, Iron Patriot team with a bunch of Killians and Tony Starks, and he took down my my uh, colossal Thanos. I had Thanos, Uatu, Taraxia, and Mephisto. I was going for like a comic hey, book hey, accurate event. Tell him about that smart tactical move with Uatu. <laughs> so I didn't realize that not only do those MFs get sharpshooter, but they can sharpshoot even when they're based. So I based him with Taraxia to stop him from shoot from blasting Thanos every turn, and then I blocked the line of fire with Uatu so that I Thanos didn't could care. <laughs> so that Thanos could clear. 
And so not only do the Ironmen duos care that they're they don't care that they're tied up, they can still shoot, and they have sharpshooters. So they shot right through Uatu and still popped Thanos. And I was like, these guys just don't obey the laws of the game. The, the he wrecked that Thanos. I didn't get close to beating you. I, I killed like two 50-point Tonys. That was it. Gosh, and it's so hard for me to pick three figures, but like for a second, if I'm looking at support pieces, um, that Iron Man 3 set just had a lot of really good support for ranged teams. Who would have guessed he picked that? <laughs> the two Killians and that Tony Stark. Um, both Killians have really great capabilities. Um, one of them... Uh, one of them de- denies all ATAs and eight squares. Amazing ability for like uh, heroes for hire teams. You can lock down stuff like that. Um, I run one with my villains for hire team actually. Um, the other Killian uh, gives an adjacent character sharpshooter and lets them ignore stealth. And he has Hydra. So you set him next to a figure that normally is just a downrange, 12 range blaster, put him next to him. He's hydrating them to keep them down, or to keep their defense down, and that big figure is just unloading. And then that Stark's a 50-point, I ran four of them today, 50 points, enhancement, outwit, Avengers Initiative. If you have a wild card, you can jack Avengers Initiative and ignore stealth. Great figure. Um, third favorite figure is kind of hard to pick. I don't know, Drew, go ahead and give yours real quick while I think about this one. Okay, um... My first one I haven't actually played yet, but it's the Clown Prince of Crime. He's just so good. I hate that figure he's so much. He's so cute. He's the cutest. He's just the freaking cutest. Scott and his Clown Prince and his... When I first started playing Hero Clicks, uh, well, you know, a funny thing that I think even the people we play Clicks with now don't know is we may know a lot about Clicks, but we've only been playing Clicks at actual venues for a very short yeah. period it's of time. It's been half a year tops. Because we played at my house in my garage Through and in my room. living room for months and months before we ever actually went to yeah. a venue. Me and Ricky started going to tournaments at CBU, and then I finally talked Austin into going into a few, and then we finally talked Drew into going to a few, and then we finally talked Josh and Aaron into going to a few, and then it just exploded. Yeah. And... All, it's just funny because these guys think that we've been playing forever and really they don't know that we just started playing that venues for just a couple months. I mean, just a few months. I mean, we've been playing for... You've I been started playing, playing I started... But not by much. Yeah. I basically started playing, like, the day you opened your D10 and M10 set, uh, bricks because I helped you open those. Remember that? That was right when we first... Uh, well, yeah. That Because I didn't start... I looked at stuff, but I didn't really start playing around Chaos War. It was much later before we really got... I couldn't get you guys out of Magic. I don't know. At first. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but, um... You don't say those words on this podcast. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, I know where I was. I was like, where did we get off on that tangent? When we first started playing, I played against, like, my second week. Scott was using uh, the Clown it's Prince, and I was playing against him, and I killed him. And he just comes back. And I kill him again. And he just comes back. And I was talking to John, who was the judge, and I was like, does this figure not die? And he's like, no, it just keeps coming back. It can't die. And I was like, why does? Why is he allowed to use this? It can't, like, I didn't understand. He's like, no, you'll get points for it each time that it dies, but it can't actually die. And I, yeah. just, my young brain was like... I think it has three lives, doesn't it? Four. I, it has like four lives, I think. You can't kill the freaking thing four times before time runs Especially out. Especially with a Solomon Grundy. Especially because it has Mastermind with Solomon Grundy or whatever you want to throw with My it. sweet Arkansas. Sorry, sorry, Drew. Go ahead. Uh, okay, let me think here. My second favorite is 
giant size X Men Sabretooth. I Excellent remember a certain thing. zombie army versus a saber tooth that made for a great I'm sorry, game. that was just the greatest game of Hero Clicks I've ever played. So, but Andrew, I'm, I'm going to go. I think ahead. we've told this story before, but it was literally saber tooth against about 20 zombies. Oh and saber tooth, he couldn't damage me. He couldn't. Bullcrap. And he got in one time, and I hit the imperv roll. Doesn't he have super senses? Um, or just super senses. Reflexes, I think. Yeah, he has super, super senses, senses reflexes with a toughness. Like, 17 defense. Yeah, something like that. He's nuts. He's really good. And I'm just mowing down zombies like crazy. Like, I lost all my other characters. I killed that stupid lion bystander token just to get another zombie. Yeah. I mean, he's just so solid. He's. Number three? Number three. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick. Let's see. I want, I'm want. i a really big Silver Age fan, but I'll pick a modern um, Superman. Cal. Probably Cal. The Chase? Yeah. Which yeah. one? I haven't got to play him yet. The Knight one or the... The the, the one... The Chase with the silver suit. The yeah. armory. He's got a silver. Oh, I love that figure. He, he's so fun. I mean, I played him for the Meteor Shower event we did, and... He's such a great piece. He was definitely the best piece on your team on that yeah, game. Yeah, you can't alpha strike him because he'll just negate the damage, and he's brilliant. I messed up my list. I, I didn't put zombie number one. Yeah, yeah. I, I play so many zombies. So Zuvimbi, there's his. Uh, yeah. That fills out his top three. <laughs> so I made my top three, and then I laughed when I looked back at it because it perfectly represents my comic. Uh, favorites as well, and I didn't even realize it when I was picking these. Justice out. League team based, Justice League team based, <laughs> Justice League team based. So my favorite ones are uh, JL team based, Metron and Nightcrawler. <laughs> Balance. No, because totally I'm not a power player. No, my number one piece is definitely Beast Boy in all his iterations, but particularly the original 70th anniversary um, Outsiders Beast Boy. I've played him more than I've played. I'm a big uh, proponent of. Always trying out new figures. Like, I have a gigantic list that'll never get completed of all these figures I want to play once. But I've played Beast Boy 20 times at least, and I will continue to keep playing him just because I love him and I love hey, his mechanics. Hunter, I seem to recall mind controlling a certain Beast Boy, making him smack someone and run back to your starting area and turning him into a dolphin. Anyways, <laughs> I love Beast Boy. Second one, definitely Mole Man. I have like, yeah. I bought like eight Mole Men when that set came out God, because so I played them all. I, particularly Mole Man with Giganto, even though Giganto is not all that great. Just for sheer comic accuracy and just the lulls. Just I kind of beg to differ. Nostalgia. Giganto, although he is kind of like a short dial at times, like compared to what he should for his points, if you get one really good slam in there and you use that hindering to its full effect, it can be scary. I will say that I once used him at CBU with the gauntlet and I destroyed because that steel energy with his pop-up quake. Uh, yeah. yeah. And he heals one for each one, so they couldn't Aww. kill him. They would they would knock him down, and then I would quake, hit like four people, and heal four times from yeah. steel energy. He he was a bonkers that time. Um, and then my third one is AA035, or 034 Robin, which is the red suit. Um, he's standing up on a, like a, top of a chimney, and he has smoke cloud. He's basically... Mr. Freeze before Mr. Freeze got ever got put oh, out because oh, he smoke so clouds much. and then he can in-cap for free one of the people who are in the smoke cloud and he has perplex and he's only 66 points and he has like an 18 defense from melee so basically he's just the perfect support piece 
He's just a great all-around piece. He still holds up, even though he's a really old figure. He still holds up to this day. And then I was looking at those, and I was like, Teen Titans, Fantastic Four, and Batman. Like, those are like my three, if I had to absolutely pick my three favorite comics, those are my three favorite comics. And it's just funny that those pieces turned out to be um, from my favorite comics. And really, I didn't even pick them for their, because of who they are. I picked them because of how they play, especially Beast Boy. I love the morph mechanic and him having so many options. I, I went over that with a big post once on HC Realms. Morph is my favorite mechanic Wiz Kids does, and I hope they do a lot more with it in the future. There's just some fun stuff. That Spider-Man set played it too. The Prime Gordanian I've been finding is very good with him. Just oh, the yeah. fact that after you morph, he gives the permanent plus ones. Yeah. It's hey, just so good. I'm a T-Rex with plus one in my combat values. That T-Rex is so neat. There's been several games where my whole goal has just been win or lose. I want to change into every single Beast Boy by the end of it before he gets killed. And I've only done it once because everybody goes for him after they realize what I'm doing. Just to spoil my fun. Not even like hurting the T-Rex anybody. Is abil- the T-Rex has an ability called Tiny Little Arms. I don't need to express how awesome that is. Anyways, that's enough for our top threes. Um, Danzigo1 on Realms sent us an email and uh, sent me a PM. And I wanted to read his email because I feel he perfectly summarizes this show. He says, first of all, I'd like to say thanks for the podcast. I like the feel of it. It's like sitting down and shooting the shit about hero clicks with friends. If only Drew would pass me a beer and a slice of pizza, it would be perfect. <laughs> I love you, dude. He gets the vibe. <laughs> That's the vibe that we're that, that we're going for. You know, you may not like the cursing here or there, and you may not like that the podcast runs long, and you may not like the comic section, or you may not like the comic movie discussion or the video game discussion, but this is just us winding down at the end of our week of clicks and just shooting it's the nice shit. It's nice to vent it all, too. Like and we just want you guys to join in. and But we also want to do that, but we also want to promote and grow the community yeah. Locally and online. You know, there's not a lot of, of clicks podcasts, especially weekly ones. Yeah. We're pretty much the only weekly one. Um, he says, now on to what I'd like to see as a feature on Dial H for Hero Clicks. How about a segment where you take a submitted 300 point or any point range, I guess, and discuss ways to improve the team for whatever the stated purpose is? Not a bad idea. So if you guys want to send me um, PMs of team, you want advice, he's basically wanting team building advice. And team building is one that is a main topic that will be discussed on a future podcast pretty soon where I'll go over um, team building strategies and we'll kind of discuss how we go about it. I was going to say... Because that can be a very long discussion. And it's a very personal thing. Yeah, exactly. So that's going to be our main topic very soon. Um, His example is he's trying to build a 300-point meta-worthy animal team. Now, this is possible. George Masu at... um, what was the con, the biggest one Origins. before Jim? Origins. Origins got like third, I with think, an with an animal team. And the, the team that um, Danzig here built, he gives me two examples, and he wants to know which one I think is better. Now, honestly, I like both of them, but I like the, Danzig, I like the first one that you sent me slightly better. It's Man-Thing and Howard the Duck, Alyosha Craven, he says, who needs Heroes for Hire ATA to take an extra turn? That's a good point. Seriously. He, Alyosha is on the ba- is the backbone of any good animal team. He's Let's amazing. just go ahead and say that. Remember that animal team I played? That was the team I played against Austin. With the Sabretooth, and that was yeah. obnoxious. And then Cosmo. Now, this these are all modern. It has to be modern. Yeah. Definitely. And then he has Book of Skull with the three hammers that's came out so far. 
He wants Kurth on Alyosha, Mock on Cosmo to give him running shot for in-cap and for mind control now. He, oh, my don't gosh, for, Yeah, don't forget not. about that, Danzig. Now you can running shot mind control with Cosmo as well. That's so nasty. Scotty's hammer on Man-Thing Howard to give them exploit. I'm going to stop and, and explain. Charge. I finally looked at that Man-Thing Howard like in-depth. I pulled Did it the you? other day. Like yeah. I already had Giving seen them moving attack from a hammer is great. They're... They, they have so many good abilities, and they stop so many things in its yeah. tracks. They're a figure that you can really abuse in the current meta if played right. And giving them that hammer is an awesome idea. Like, you know what? Man, thinking Howard did the top three. Yeah, they're definitely... You think so? Yeah, definitely. Um, I like your idea of sending, giving Man-Thing and Howard the Duck the charge from the... And charge and plus two from the hammer, and then sending them out... Whooping up on people, taking a few hits, making them take your mystics, and then TKing them back with Cosmo and to regen. Because Man Thing Howard Duck gets a lot of regen at the end. I like that idea a lot. I like your first team better. The second, he also has Scotty's Warbot, or uh, damaged sorry, Warbot. Damaged Warbot to stand guard over Cosmo. Not a bad idea. Now, your second team is the same except no Warbot, and he has the Animal ATA, and he has one hammer missing. Um, personally, I don't like the animal ATA that much what, particularly because it, it has a 5 to you roll a 5 to 6 or a DC, D6 at the beginning of the turn if you roll a 5 or 6 you ignore shape change and stealth here's my beef with that not much stealth you're going to run into with an animal team right like as an animal you don't team. care about stealth that much with animals because they how many is... actually have range Cosmo does and Alyosha does now you pick two of the ones that actually do go against my point I'm trying to make so kudos on that but typically animals don't have range at all and then even then it's a 33% chance right you're only going to get that ATA statistically one out of every three turns I mean it's situational is my point I think you're better off getting the one the extra hammer because those hammers uh, that's what I was going to say getting three and getting the powers from the belt and getting a better chance of spinning it faster from the damage dealt with it I just think is a better overall what? decision Okay, I have a rules question here. If you split Man-Thing and Howard the Duck, and there's not one in Modern you could split it into, I don't think Howard no, the Duck No, because Howard's there. too old. Yeah. Um, if you split them, drop them both a hammer and merge them, would they have two hammers? That's if you split them, drop them both... Hammers, and then they both have them, and then re-merge them, no. would they have Let's see um, the card. Uh, da, da, da. Cause it, it, it's just something I thought about, because I was like... Well, I remember seeing something on the ham- the Book of the Skull card that says they cannot be too... Okay. At the beginning of each of your turns, you may remove a hammer, you drop it, blah, 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 blah. Hammer's coming It's from the character's gun. Unless specified otherwise, a character may only be equipped with one hammer. Okay. Now, the ha- Man-Thing Hard Duck have nothing on any either of their powers that say they can have more than one yeah, hammer. True. Now, the reason that it says this, they put that clause in there is because when you have a the full um, Book of the Skull, it specifically says characters can have more than one hammer. If you have four. So the answer would be no, I would think. Um, I was just wondering, because I was about to say, part of the thing about taking more hammers, all the hammers are great, is that at most he's only going to get the most use out of three hammers. So I like your team, Danzig. Um, I preferred the A version. I second that. I built a animal team that I would use personally if I were going to run a meta animal team. I would do the Book of Skull as well with all three hammers, Alyosha, Beast Boy Dolphin, and Beast Boy Pterodactyl. Now, I also feel that Beast Boy Pterodactyl should be the backbone of all animal teams because he can carry up to three animals with him. 
He can carry them all at the beginning. As Next the turn, you start dropping hammers like crazy. He carries them all far enough to... He carries three people. They all are now clear. You drop hammers. They pick all three of them up. What's the Alyosha do? Doesn't he give a free action to an animal? When he takes a yeah. uh, move... Well, first of all, he gives you the lion. And he's got gold acting, yeah. And then when he takes a power action, like a either a move or an attack, when he takes an Ooh, actual non-free could. action, he gives you a move on any animal. He can any make... Animal. He can make the pterodactyl carry him far enough for them yeah. to pick up the hammers, and the pterodactyl doesn't even take a token. I was going to say, on his second team, what I was talking about earlier, where um, I didn't know if he'd get use out of five hammers, because like if he dumped all three animals, he could pick up five hammers, right? Well, I think he's got it coming up soon, and there's not going to be five. Uh, okay. Yeah, he, this is for something that's is, coming up. It takes four hammers equipped to give you the double hammers. So you could give one to the lion, hit your four hammers, give a fifth hammer to Howard the Duck... And you're running around with this godlike Howard the Duck just double hammering people. Uh, I would run Elios, and then the dolphin has moving attack, and whenever you drop him a hammer, that's going to make up for the two attack that he's missing yeah. when he yeah. does moving attack. Um, he also has charge. You give him. I would give him the exploit hammer. Pterodactyl already has charge exploit on almost its whole entire dial. And All of morph. these can definitely benefit from the plus two attack. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then you have morph options with Beast Boy, but really I would stick with most of the time the Dolphin and Pterodactyl. Now, I would run three werewolves with that also. Oh. A, because they are amazing tie-up. They are so good. And B, because that gives you now a six on your yeah. um, team theme team, team roll. What's the big problem right now in meta? Justice League team base. What's one of the main reasons why they're so dang good? They get, they get plus seven on map roll. This is giving you plus six. This is about as good as you can get. My my poor man's mystical only gets five, and that's really good. Yeah. Six is pretty is as close as you're going to get to winning map roll and trying to screw over the Justice League team base. Animals pretty So give a give a look over that team too, just in case. But out of yours, I like a better. On a side on a note, note, on a side note, I really want Godokin with. Curse hammer, just charging through everything. A lion charging through walls head first, just not caring. Just headbutting everything. Um, we also got an email from Mysterion. 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 He says, enjoying the show, new player. The best segments are when you guys talk about how you would use each piece. It helps a lot. Thanks for listening, Mysterion. And I, like we just said, that's part of the reason we do this podcast is to help get more people into clicks Definitely. or get new players information on the go you're riding in your car on your way to and from work you can listen and learn and it, it helps people I like our first show for instance I said I didn't notice that like six times there's a lot of things you don't see on a first glance of a figure and it's nice to get that little clicks breakdown is a very big game it's a very um, complicated and just in so depth. many things intertwining like so many powers intertwining so many combinations that are possible yeah. in hero clicks and every time you look at a piece or a team you think of a new strategy to use yeah. with them um, they say soccer's the beautiful game I, I, I failed to oh, I definitely disagree <laughs> I definitely disagree so please send your questions to us on twitter or on HC Realms um, I will be again at whenever I post these I post all our links to our twitter we now have a Facebook page. Uh, if you appreciate it, if you'd like that, I'll update it. Also, every time that we get um, questions on there, or if we get uh, every time a podcast comes out, I'll update that. Um, a Pierce Theory gave us an iTunes review, 
and it was so hilarious that I wanted to what read it. What did he say? Let me see. Oh, dear gods. I know who that is, too. So. Do you? Yeah. Um, got, yeah, while I'm finding this, guys, rate us. Um, so definitely subscribe on iTunes because as soon as I put these out, if you are subscribed on iTunes, you'll instantly it will instantly update on your iPhone. Um, the podcast app is really the only way that that, that is going to happen because for some reason the way that iTunes works and Podbean works is when I update them they take a while to show up so if you do it that way then as soon as I put these things out you're going to get the episode like literally immediately our uh, <laughs> our one and currently only review on iTunes again this is from a Pierced Theory who is also a member on HC Realms I think I found him the review is awesome sauce in a golden can. Great show, good info, riveting entertainment. Um, you hear that, folks? So go on there, riveting. give us a review. Even if you don't like the show, seriously, you, I don't care. I just want, we just want to hear feedback. Yeah, it's stuff we can improve upon. Is great to know too. I mean, like anything that helps us get the information out to you guys better is useful. All right, so again, podcast is running long, but we're gonna move on into comics. Um, Personally, I got finished with Invincible, like I said last week. Loved it. Um, I just started getting caught back up on the Wolverine and the X-Men comics. I'm loving it so far. If you, When you guys get done um, with whatever you're reading right now, I su- would suggest tri- giving it a try. Um, especially with the set coming out, you're going to learn about some figures that you wouldn't know. How many issues about. in is it right now? It's like 30-ish. Okay. And you'll fly through it because oh, they're okay. entertaining. I like the art a lot. I like the writing a lot. I love the characters. I mean, it's X-Men. You're going to love the characters. I was going to be Oscar. Like I said, the new Hellfire Club, really entertaining. Um, and there's actually a giant event that's about to start, I think, next week, that supposedly rumored to be ending the Wolverine and the X-Men run with this after this main dun, event. Dun, dun. It features the new Hellfire Club, the kids. So um, you'll learn more about that. Did you guys read JLA 6? I haven't gotten to no, it. No, I haven't. Oh, gosh, I, I need to read it. Slackers. As soon as I get home, you need to read it. We're gonna talk about it next week because okay. it's a lot of Trinity War information. Is it really? I'll reread it just to refresh myself by that point. Okay, sir. Uh, I'm we will talk JLA, about it. So I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of JLA. I, I like how they set it up this time a lot. Just because I, I just like dealing with society, anyways. And Martian Manhunter and Green Arrow. I mean, there's some Hawkman. There's so many to good characters. I don't. I don't like vibe that much. To keep it PG, I'll just put it this way. I have a huge man thing for Hawkman. <laughs> a huge man thing for Hawkman. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, one thing I wanted to say. Deadpool was especially good this week. Uh, I haven't guys, gotten around to the okay, Deadpool. Read this one because it has nothing to do with... It's kind of a one-shot in, I, in I a sense. I have it all. I just haven't read... It's not technically a one-shot, but it is a one-shot. It's its own, like... it's. You don't need to know anything about what's been going on. Basically, it's set in the 70s, kind of, and it's him, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist in their okay, old, I'm sold. Their I'm old sold. Power Man and Iron Fist of is it like Is it like the issue where he goes back to Demon in a Bottle, Tony Stark, and misses Yeah, it's like all? that, except oh better. This I is way better. I loved that one. The storyline's hilarious. The art is so amazing. It just perfectly... Is it like 70s era art? Yes. Every, they the talk, they call each other Jive Turkey all the time. <laughs> it is so funny. I can't wait Basically, the Black Dynamite of Deadpool. Yes, it's Black Dynamite. Um, and then one other thing we need to read and we'll talk about next week is Hunger it just started oh yeah I, I wanted to the Galactus event and if nobody knows what that is 
at the end of Age of Ultron, they kind of had a little one-page kind of shot showing you that Galactus is now in the Ultimates un- Ultimate Universe of Marvel, and there's going to be a, an, a big a big event that just started called Hunger, and the first issue just came out, so we'll talk about that next week after we all get to read it. Uh, what are you guys reading right now? Um, I, as I said earlier, I, I just picked up Court of Owls. Like, I've been going through the Batman books lately. You're so behind. I'm I so ashamed. I'm so behind. I'm ashamed. I'm but more ahead than you. I finished Batman and Robin. Um, I finally got caught up with that and all the stuff involved with that. Re- that was really good. Um, the first beginning of the run especially was really good. But uh, Batman Court of Owls is great because a lot of people when they write Batman tend to forget the detective aspects of it all. And that, that's kind of what I was talking about earlier with... Uh, this one's very like thought intensive. Like there's layers upon layers of plans and stuff, and you're trying to figure it out yourself. And you're seeing where Bruce is picking up clues, and it's just really well written and laid out. Court of Owls. Well, I guess technically it initially starts when he first gets attacked by the one on the yeah. walkway. But really, I, I'm gonna try to talk about it without spoiling anything for people. First of all, if you have not read Bat- New Fifty Two Batman, it's probably I've been reading Batman it's since I was literally. Since I was like three or four, I've been reading Batman. This is the best Batman that we've had in a long time. It's legit. Freaking the first time when he wakes up in the Court of Owls maze yeah. and he's like all delirious he's and everything. Going crazy. I swear, I wish I could like read it. Like I just wanted more and more and more. Yeah, like I as I was reading it, I was just like, "This is just gold. This is just comic gold." They've just done. They did a really great job. All the characters, um, all the new people they introduce. Um, a lot of the lines, there's some really good dialogue actually in back and forth between characters. Um, they introduce some new characters that I really want to see. They more introduce in the a ton. I mean, the the owls new in general. The owls are awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then, really, a lot of a lot of characters in other series sprung out of yeah. Court of Owls, like Strix, who's in Birds of yeah. Prey. She never would have existed. The new Talon book, which is okay. I mean, yeah. it's a new character that's interacting with other yeah. characters in the DC Universe it's, that never would have existed. It's kind of funny because it's like one of those things where you pick up a storyline and they backtrack and edit someone else's work to add more into it, and it's done masterfully. Like, they did a great job with it. There's tons of new stuff. I would recommend that storyline to anyone. Um, i trying to think of what else I read this week. I still haven't got caught up on Superior Spider-Man stuff yet. A new issue just came out this week, too, but I haven't got to read it myself. I'm still two issues behind. And no foes, and no Carnage yet. Have you read Superior Carnage yet? No, not yet. Drew? I've been reading Invincible. So, I've talked about Invincible so much lately. I'm the last one left. That I got Drew and Ricky to read it, and Ricky completed the whole hundred and some issues in literally like a week. I didn't get to do that, but like I literally read 30 in a night. You just can't stop. I mean, God. I wish I could go back, erase my brain, and go back in time. And just reread it again. I'm so afraid you guys are overhyping it's this for me, and so, I'm gonna read it. It's well, not by be this point, we've talked about it so much. We probably are overhyping it for well, you. Well, we but definitely are, but it's like, just honestly. <sighs> I think I'm gonna take a comic night tonight. Like I was trying to figure out what I'm gonna do tonight. I'm gonna sit down, and get caught up on everything. Well, if you got other things to read, don't start. Yeah, what are you, some kind of nerd? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Drew, anything else? Invincible? No, dude. I just. I haven't had time this week. I've been reading Invincible, and I'll tell you what I've been playing, and you're going to be what sad at me. What you been playing? You're a truck simulator. <laughs> you're a truck simulator? You're a truck simulator, What? This, what is this? Okay. It's legit. It's, it's, it's a game where you drive a truck, 
and you move cars. It makes me feel so. You know, I play that simulator every morning and every afternoon. I drive a truck to and from work. Uh, It's not that you're not not driving in Europe. It's not that exciting. You're a truck simulator, like you're not listening to French radio stations play the Offspring and wondering what they're saying in between the songs. I have to hear Wonderwall one more time. I'm gonna freaking shoot myself in the face. Someone get Wonderwall queued up. (laughs) In the phone. But uh, Euro Truck Simulator, though, that's another one of those games. Like you look at, it, you're like, this game is terrible. It is, but it's so popular. It's a truck driving RPG. <laughs> I'm not kidding what, either. And it's the same with like Farming Simulator. Everyone's like, Farming Simulator looks so boring, and Train Simulator. But that company made some. Dude, really you don't good know games. how long it took me to get my hazard training up. <laughs> ridiculous. I just wanted to be able to truck hazardous waste from Germany to France. What have you been playing, Austin? Dynasty Warriors. I mean, like, as I said last week, I know a lot of people don't like it. What are you, some kind I've, of nerd? I've guy. poured like a hundred hours into it this week. There, there, there it is, this guy. This guy. Well, once again, it, it's the best in the series. They just, they took what everyone liked about it and they went 100 times. I got a message from Austin. He was like, I just bought Dynasty Warriors. I'm like, why? He's like, because it's good. <laughs> Not good enough for me, champ. Hey. I've been playing a lot of different games. Number one, Bully. I, I love Bully. One of my absolute favorite it's games. so good. My favorite Rockstar game. I mean, you ask somebody what their favorite Rockstar game, they're always going to say one of the GTAs. It's probably Bully my favorite is game. the best. I'm, I'm telling I've you. I've never played Bully. And this game is so old, and I've been replaying it on Steam, and it holds up Why so well. Why is Gary such a good character? <laughs> like, all they're all, I mean, you. it's just got so much personality. It's, you can just really put yourself in in the shoes of of Jimmy, and I would love love a sequel. I don't. I mean, I know GTA Five looks awesome, and we're all looking forward to it. But after that, I really want a sequel. Just to Bully. wondering to how these GTA people are running a school. Play Bully if you guys have never played it. It's really cheap on Steam, it's or like you you can bucks. pick it up on PS Two um, for like five, you know ten bucks probably at GameStop. It also was on Xbox 360, like right when 360 came out. I it's don't think it's on PS3. It, it, I, no, they didn't do it. I think it's only PS2, because when it came out, I don't think PS3 existed. No. It's 360 and PS2, but it holds up so well. The graphics still look, half, I mean, half decent. They're decent. The gameplay is why, the gameplay and the personality, it's just so fun. Middle um, school GTA. Middle school GTA. Um, I've been playing Poker Night at the Inventory too. I love the it. second one's so good. I love it. The dialogue. I liked just the characters. So funny. I liked the characters on the first one better, but they did do a good job with the writing on this one. Yeah, the only one. character I'm not really feeling out of it is maybe Ash. But but I'm gonna second that one. Ash I've never played nervous. Army of Darkness myself, anyways. Um, well, it's more so just in general. I mean, evil. I like it's him. just his Evil Dead character. Like, I like the character. He just doesn't. Like, I mean, Claptrap is so out there. Brock Sampson's so out there. I'm a huge Sam, Venture Brothers fan, so... Sam and Max are a little mad at me, but freaking... Max is hilarious. Max is hilarious. On the first one, he's ridiculous. Sam's pretty hilarious. You gotta have an acquired taste for Sam's I like kind Sam. of humor. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't hate him. It's clean humor, and it's very... It's not dry, yeah. but it's kind of like... It's, it's, I can't think of I the love word. the Sam and Max games, so I love... I haven't played them. They're fun. I've only played the very but first. Oh my one. gosh, Claptrap's lines in there, especially with his bandit buddy. What's his name? Yeah. Like, uh, Steve. Yeah, Steve. Steve. Gladys. Hey-o. Gladys is hilarious too. Yeah, how he's hitting on Gladys. Yeah, Claptrap <laughs> hitting on Gladys is like the greatest. I've been playing game. that bully TF2 and Street Fighter Four. Oh, who does anybody? Play some Street Fighter Four with me, please. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm busy. I don't own it on Steam. You, I ain't playing it. You guys. Nope. 
You don't own Get it on Steam. Do you own it? I never bought it. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to get somebody to play with me. I just started playing Evil Ryu, and he is a blast, but my god, does he die fast. I can stun somebody in one reset. Eat, like, cake. He does so much stun, but he gets stunned in, like, four hits. He does. So, who do you think the fifth character is going to be in the next one? It's going to be me. It's going to be Cyber Dan. It's not going to be Cyber Dan. With rocket knees. He's gonna Why don't you just throw a slot out of the trash? It's going to be Scorpion. It's always Scorpion. <laughs> it's always Scorpion. The DLC character oh, is man, always did Scorpion. Did you see the in- Injustice stuff? Like, they've been they, talking about it. Uh, oh, what was it they posted? They posted, like, a picture that was kind of fuzzy that had, like, all the characters for the next pack. Um, I would like to see Booster Gold myself. Or, or Blue, Blue Beetle. Beetle. Uh, <laughs> I would like to see... I don't know. I'm. I want to see a Red Hood, but I, I think we were oversaturated on Batman. I, uh, I'm good. I would like to see Red Hood oh. myself, but I don't think anybody else wants to see him. They're doing a, a reskin. They're doing a reskin of Damien as Nightwing. Um, they're doing something else with him. I can't remember. What it Put was, Swamp but. Thing in. <laughs> Animal Man. I want John Constantine in Injustice. John Con. What the yeah. freak? Get what? out of here. Get what would he do? Sit there and talk <laughs> shit in a trench coat? Yeah. Get out of this room. <laughs> he would have his opponent search his pockets, and when they open it, kaboom! Everyone would blow up, and you'd win. Oh my gosh! All right, moving on. <laughs> San Diego Comic Con. We're just going to recap the movies. No, I want to debate Age of Ultron. I found out. Well, well, we can, but I, I found out some things that were. Ru- I did some digging. Found out what exactly was actually rumored and was not actually true. So, here's the things that were not true. A Flash movie was not yeah. confirmed. A Justice League movie was not even confirmed. They still technically have never confirmed a yeah. Justice League movie. They've said they're they, discussing. Right. They did not give any discussions or details on the Doctor Strange or the Ant-Man movie. Um, did you see the Stan Lee quote about a Black Panther movie a few weeks back? Yes. That was pretty interesting. So... If nobody heard about that, basically Stan Lee was being interviewed and he was talking about upcoming movies and he mentioned with Ant-Man and Strange, he said Black Panther and he just didn't even stop himself. Yeah. He just kept talking like he didn't realize. And he was, and he's like, that's probably the favorite one I'm looking forward to. It continues going yeah. through it. Just like, so, <laughs> it, Alzheimer's Stan Lee yeah, is revealed. <laughs> he's having a little dementia and he I accidentally let it slip a little bit. That I don't there's think gonna Marvel's going to let Stan Lee do interviews anymore. <laughs> Yeah, Avengers 3 is going to be out next year. You won't see it coming. (laughs) Um, Things that were confirmed. World's Finest. Everyone's excited. We're all looking forward to it. That's going to be in 2015, supposedly. I'm going to rein back my hype meter on it. Because I'm waiting to see who they pick as Batman and what they're going to do with it. It's going to be good. I get that. It's still going to be good. Whether it's going to be amazing is another story. And then they, big one, they announced that Ultron will be the villain in Avengers 2. Now. It's not really Ultron. We would actually be very, very happy with that. It, it being Ultron if being the villain. It was Ultron. But it's not Ultron because Hank Pym's, they said Hank Pym's not involved. He's going to make a, um, they confirmed he's going to be an Ant-Man. Hank Pym will be in Ant-Man. Well, he better damn well he's be. Not, well, he no, no, is no. Ant- no, no, no. Steve Lang's Ant-Man in Scott. the movie. Scott. Scott. Steve, whatever. I don't know. I only know He's going to be the Ant-Man in the movie? Yeah. What the... What are they doing? I know. All you got to do is what put the? Hank Pym in there. Ultron? He's a storied Avenger. And people, like, Ultron... Gosh dang it. This, this, is, this is my maddening topic that had me pulling my hair out. You... They're, they're like riding the Iron Man bandwagon, I feel like. They're going to make Stark create... Ultron or something like that, and it's just gonna 
roll out from there. They're going to try to get as much out of freaking Robert Downey Jr. as they can while they have him because he's going to leave them is pretty yeah. much what's going to happen. But, like, to me, Ultron and Hank Pym, they define each other. Without one, you don't really have the other. I and mean, that's definitely true to a slight extent. Um, because, like, Ultron, Ultron's big thing is Pym, Pym is, like, his father, and he has, like, this wannabe Pym kind of complex, but at the same time hates what Pym and everything humans are is. And then Pym himself, Ultron is his antithesis. He created Ultron as uh, completely by accident. He did it to help everybody and to improve the world, and he's such a pacifist and all this stuff. Then he accidentally makes a genocidal robot that wipes out thousands of people and is just flying across the world, destroying everything and causing problems. And Ant-Man being Ant-Man is partially about him coming to terms with the fact that he's created the opposite of what he wants. It's his recompense for his actions. Right. So to me, like, having Pym without Ultron and Ultron without Pym is just weird. It's just dumb. Like, why even do it? You don't even have to say much about Pym. As I said... I just don't understand it. I just don't understand anything The segue setup I would like to see would be Pym shows up as a scientist in Avengers 2, makes Ultron. Avengers 2 is about them stopping Ultron. And then the Ant-Man movie is about Pym becoming Ant-Man to make up for the fact he made Ultron. Well, you know, anybody with half a brain would think that that's what they were going to do. But apparently that's not what they're going to do. Here's the one thing, though. Um, In the interview... He said it in an interview that Pym wasn't going to be there. He has lied in interviews before. Who are we talking about here? Um, Casada? No, uh... Wow, why am I derping this name? Lead of Marvel... Joe Casada. No, not Casada. Lead of Marvel movies. Um, producer of, like, all the big ones. Joss Whedon? Yeah. Oh, okay. Whedon has lied in interviews before well, to try is. to keep things surprising and stuff like that. So, I mean, maybe, maybe... But for those who have seen Iron Man 3, there's a lot of talk of AI. At one point, Tony uploads his brainwaves into a robot in it. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in that that kind of hints at Ultron. I don't like this. I don't either. And it really frustrates me as an Ultron fan and as an Iron Man fan. Because I feel like they're cramming the two together. Tony's got enough demons. You don't need more of them. Alright, so... (laughs) Let's just hold out hope. Shut up, Andrew! Next week we're going to have a special guest, um, most likely, Philip Young, who is judge at Game Preserve and a good friend of ours. He'll be in here and we will be talking about growing the community, which is something that uh, Phil and I, especially Phil, have had a lot of success with here lately, especially in our area. huge. And we'll be talking about that and kind of like a subtopic on judging, as he, he and I both judge. And we'll just kind of go back and forth about that, as well as our typical news and everything else. Um, Please subscribe, rate, or review us on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook. We now have a page. Like I said, it's Dial H for HeroClix. Like us. Ask us questions on there. Whatever you want. Um, We also have a a (laughs) Twitter account now. It's at dial H for HeroClix, and the four is the number four. Dial H for HeroClix. Please comment or PM us with questions, feedback, topic ideas, anything. We love hearing from you guys, and like you see, we're going to give you you know responses either on the air or personally. I personally yep. respond to everything. Um, <clears throat> we you can find us on hcrealms.com. I'll be posting this on Reddit. Podbean, everything. 
I'm, I'm going to try to put up those links to the pictures that we're talking about in the X-Men set if you want to get a look at all of the figures that you're excited to see. Most of those have pictures uh, with the spoilers. Don't forget to enter the dial design contest as well. It's completely free. you got a chance at winning something that's pretty dang cool. I've been using them. Every time I use them, people are like, oh, those are awesome. So get yourself... A, a, have a great chance at getting six tokens, especially since we've only had two entries yeah, so yeah. far. You're even if it's just four people. I mean, you got a pretty good chance at winning this thing. They're really cool. So, please, uh, we just want to hear feedback from you of any kind. Like we said, good, bad, whatever. Uh, I want to thank Austin and Drew for being with me today. Oh no, thank you. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week.